Greetings, greetings, Creekers. Welcome to another episode of Down by the Creek. I'm so excited. I don't even really want to talk to you guys too long because, as you guys know, this episode did not see this coming. A culmination of many theories that I've had. And this was almost like uh, Kevin Williamson or whoever's idea this was to do this episode dangled that carrot right in front of me. They're telling me to keep pursuing Keep pursuing what you believe because you're on to something. And this episode proved that to me. It filled me with a new life. It invigorated me. And I'm fucking ready to talk about this shit. So within, without any further ado, my guest this creek, a fantastic podcast and the president of the Liza Minnelli Appreciation Society. <laughs> From that age well, please welcome Paul. Hello. Paul, Paul thank you so much. Um, for joining me and agreeing to do this, I'm I so excited. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, it's it's only it's been only been eleven episodes, and I, you know something. Honestly, I was gonna say I'm sorry and all those kind of things, but I'm always like I can't believe I asked you to watch this show from 25 <laughs> years ago and you agreed or what. I'm like, no, then you're welcome, man, because this is a ridiculous show. It's so it, it, like it's it, I love just having people jump in on one at random episode, and so I will still say thank you <laughs> for taking time out of your day to watch an hour long teen drama. But you know. You know what you saw. I do. This was amazing, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I actually have to tell you. So we did the pilot of Dawson's Creek on our show a long time ago. Yes. And that is, so I, my history with the show is I watched a little bit of the second season because that was on my freshman year of college. So Okay, I, just without any context. You just no jumped context. in on the second season. Yeah, because I had oh, a friend amazing. who watched it. But I watched the pilot and then you asked me to do this episode, which is episode 11. And I was like, yes. all right, I have like a week. Like I can just kind of binge the first season of <laughs> Dawson's Creek and like Oh five my God. Days. I, it, that has to be what ketamine feels like. I don't know. <laughs> it, I was like, wait, because at first I was like, well, I'm sh I know all the plot lines. Like, I'm sure Pacey's yes. still having an affair with his teacher. I'm sure, like, and like those all those plot lines are gone. They've completely rebooted the whole show. Yeah, they're over. Yeah, they're over. <laughs> by episode eleven, episode eleven is basically season two of the show. By now, I yeah. mean, there's so many things have already happened and wrapped up within the first six episodes that were huge, yeah, like the rape. The statutory rape, oh my, that's done. Yes, that's done. We're over and figured it out. She moved. Yep, she's gone. She moved. It's over. You know, it was just a fling, a spring fling. Exactly. You know, like all of you us, how all of us had in our 15 year old lives. <laughs> just yeah, what? you know, when you're, you know, that thing where when you're hooking up with a 35 year old when you're 15, yeah. and then it gets a little weird and you got to lie in court under oath, and then they just move. They, they you just know? move. That's just... And that's, you know, that is how you become a man. C'est la vie. <laughs> yeah. So, so yes, uh, this episode, absolutely insane. I'm so glad that you didn't just watch the one. I love I love spreading Creek Fever. So when anybody tells me, oh, I watched the one and then I watched three more after the one that I watched for the episode. Or in your case, I watched uh, the whole thing and caught up. I'm like, oh, my God, I love it. It's, it's just amazing. I've uh, also been um, basking in the news that the Paula Cole theme song is supposed to come back at some point it hasn't yet but the news was announced mm -hmm. i read that i don't know when that i don't know when it's when it's happening yeah but i'm in this for the long haul paul yeah. so you know when it when it comes i'll just be excited i'll be happy You'll be there to, to embrace it now i have i have some thoughts first of all your listeners can't see but we were both like doing like a groove to your theme song. Oh, how can you not? We, it, it, how can you not? Yeah, we were both doing like a little shoulder dance, which is a lot of fun. How can you not? And then you called me the, not shimmy? the president of the Liza Minnelli like appreciation society. And I was like, yes, Fosse, Fosse, Fosse. But then, yes, Fosse neck. Oh, this Jan Get ball change. <laughs> uh, this Jan Arden theme song that they have on now, I am obsessed with. I like, oh, you like it? I, I don't know that I like it. I, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm following you. I'm following you. <laughs> but okay. like, there's, it, it seems like this perfect 
amalgamation of everything 90s, but then also Shakira. Like that first yes. line, like, heart, heart. Yeah, my heart is in my hands. Like that, that like that Winnie that <laughs> but she like does. like hard 90s guitars. Yeah. <laughs> also, do you know Jan Arden's big hit? No. I really should have known by the time you drove me home, by the chill in your embrace, the expression on your face, by the cats. I can't remember the rest of it. It's insensitive. I don't know that one. It was like. She has several songs in this show that I haven't heard yeah, that one yet. That is I'm like sure it'll play. Her hit. That's her big jam. That's her, That's jam. her free bird. That was definitely on when I was driving to high school. Like that was hitting, oh that was hitting the pop radio. <laughs> I have to do my research. I'm so ashamed. I didn't know that was her free bird. Yeah. I, I assumed this was her free bird if they're like, <laughs> no, no, no. we're going to replace Paula Coles. I don't want to wait with this Jan Arden song. I thought in Canada, this must really ring off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Canada rises up whenever they hear this. Yeah, yeah. this is the national anthem. <laughs> it's like, this is It's like Celine, yeah. this Jan Arden exactly. song. <laughs> That's the order. And then yeah. hockey. The Holy Trinity of Canada. Yeah, this is what they play in between the second and third periods at every hockey game in Canada. <laughs> yes, my heart is in, in my hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and just do a little bit of a, a episode synopsis let's before we get into it. So um, we watched episode 11, The mm-hmm. Scare. Uh, the episode summary is, it's Friday the 13th, Paul, which, you know, is that ho- that holiday that everyone, you can, you it's like clockwork, uh, Friday the 13th. Every year. Every year. You know, you know, you know the, ce- you know the classic celebrations of Friday the 13th. You dress up like things. You dress up you like, dress up like yep, things. You decorate. You, you hang babies mm-hmm. in janitor in, uniforms. In effigy. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, you cut out the lights yep. and you have a seance. Yep. Fake fingers. Every Friday the 13th. Every Friday the 13th. That is America. Apple pie and Friday the thirteenth. Yes, I mean it's like Fourth of July, Friday the thirteenth, yep. Independence yep. Day. This uh, this is America. I want to know when the Will Smith movie entitled Friday the thirteenth is coming out, where he defends America from aliens, because that is that would I mean a missing piece of our culture. Based on Will Smith's trajectory, yeah. that movie would not be that insane. <laughs> <laughs> Gemini Man, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. They're on the same. They're, they're on right the there. same accord. <laughs> so, so, but anyway, it's Friday the thirteenth in Cape Side, and Dawson is reveling in his infamous blood curdling practical jokes. Oh which uh, this is this is new to me. I mean, I know he did a he did a horror movie, but this show this episode's really like you know Dawson. He's such a prankster. You're like I didn't know that was his thing. You know. Uh, so, meanwhile, news hits this sleepy town that young women are being brutally. Murder, which murdered. is a massive change of pace from this show. Yes. This is a teen drama, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, serial drama, serial killers exist. Perfect. And they're killing young girls like the girls in the show. So that's a that's an element of the show we have to now deal with. Uh, Jen fears that she might be the next victim when she receives frightening and anonymous phone calls and messages in her locker room. I mean, in her locker. And Pacey brings a peculiar woman, <laughs> guest star Jennifer McComb, who honestly... I loved it. Was, it was, she was she was it was chaos, but I loved she it. She was, it a was chaos like demon, but she like you get this script. What else are you gonna do? You gotta go big. Just go full. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go full. You gotta go all There's in. Nothing man. Nothing else to do. Yeah, <laughs> you just you gotta go all the way yep. in. Absolutely. <laughs> like, She's like you sent, sent gave me something nonsensical. The only way for this to work is for me to be fundamentally insane as a character, and that's what I'm going to do. And she and she nailed she nailed it. it. I'm guest star Emmy was <laughs> she was overlooked. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> One of my favorite guest stars, only second to Abby Morgan, who... I, you love Abby Morgan. I, oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. So she still never can reach that pinnacle, but not. as far yeah. as other, you know, Scott Foley's great. He's been a reoccurring guest, but Jennifer McComb came and stole the show. She did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's in, she's great. 
Um, and then they come all together to Dawson's house for a seance night, which is what you do on yeah. Friday the 13th. As you know. we have discussed, you, you try to Absolutely. raise the you know. dead. Yes, classic seance <laughs> every Friday the 13th, which happens sometimes. There's multiple Friday the 13th in one year, but I mean, look, we won't get into that. That's when you know? get those Halloween pop-up stores like in July. You're like, why is, oh, it's yes. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I forgot. Like this was a McDonald's, but now they sell <laughs> Halloween masks. Okay, that's cool. cool. Uh, <laughs> so this episode was written by Mike White and directed by Rodman Flender, and it aired on, <laughs> Paul, this episode aired on Cinco de Mayo <laughs> Not, not even in October. Not you know, not anywhere near Halloween. So this episode aired on Cinco de Mayo. I do have a theory because Dawson's Creek was a mid-season replacement. That yes. like so like Kevin Williamson wanted to do a Halloween episode, and then just that's what it decided is decided to do this. But I'm like, but still, then the Halloween episode would have been like episode five. Not episode. Yes. It still doesn't really work. <laughs> it's it's this is the it's we're two episodes away from the season finale, yeah. and he's just like, I want to scare people. Yeah. You know, did you know I did Scream? I feel like Kevin Williamson <laughs> still to this day says that. Like, did you know I wrote Scream? And you're like, we know. We know. But you just have to go like, oh, you did? Because <laughs> if you want to you keep the champagne full, you got to go, oh, I didn't even know you did that. That's so amazing. That's so and I wrote, <laughs> and I wrote, I know what you did last summer too. Oh my God, Kevin, you're so talented. <laughs> so I think that was this. I think Kevin Williamson was like, I want people to remember that I do scary stuff. Yeah. Because it, it's so shoehorned in. It, it makes no sense in the, in, the, in the course of the actual season. It's just Paul, there. it's Mayo. It's Mayo, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Cinco. Imagine in 1998, yeah. you're like, oh, man, this is coming off of the double date episode at the carnival. Let me get some tacos. Let me get a margarita. Yeah. Like, let me. And then suddenly you're like spitting out as you're spitting out achiote and, and carnitas <laughs> because you're like, I'm scared. What's happening? Yeah, they're terrified. Every minute of the episode, this, this is so out of place. It just doesn't it just doesn't resonate no. the way that the show has been going the whole time. It's so fucking weird. But I, I loved it. Honestly, it, it, Kevin Williams is the chaos agent. Everybody's a chaos agent yeah. in this goddamn show. It's funny, too, that this is the pot. This is the episode I'm doing with you, because on our podcast, we don't do horror movies because I am a scaredy, scaredy, scaredy cat. Oh man! So the only horror this had some jumps in it. The only horror movie I have ever seen is Scream, <laughs> and it <laughs> full circle. It scarred me so deeply that I was like, "I'm out forever." Yeah, like, this is never happening. I again. quit yeah. horror. Yeah. <laughs> Erica has tried to make me watch it. I was like, "No, absolutely no, not." not. Doing yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Scream is like on the level of like you know human plane there's yeah. no spiritual demons or anything it's pretty like run-of-the-mill horror yeah. and that took you out I was completely like, absolutely not like slasher I'm shit done. i can't do it i'm not in for it i don't want to see i'm actually better with like demon craziness because i love buffy like all that stuff doesn't bother me oh, yeah, great. but like the yes. actual serial killer stuff where i'm like i could see someone doing this that this could happen <laughs> <I'm> like nope <laughs> like this I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to get a little glimpse into Paul because you actually set me up perfectly. Paul, what was? The best part of waking up. The best part of waking up. The best part of waking up. In the 90s. Paul, what was the best part of waking up in the 90s? What's Paul doing? What's Paul listening to? First CD, Paul bought 1998, okay. something. What's Paul doing in 1998? Well, 1998 was a transitional year for me because if we're talking the first half of 1998, I was waking up in like oh, where I grew up for my senior year of high school. And we're talking the oh, second nice. part of 1998. I was waking up on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan for my freshman year of college. So it was Oh, wow. So big, big year. year for Paul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> big year of change. I was definitely listening to Rent. The soundtrack of Rent? Absolutely. The, the original Broadway soundtrack of Rent that... Um, now I'm thinking about, and I think Dawson might be Mark, 
That is that actually works pretty well. Like the guy that sits next to an orgy and masturbates. That sounds like yes. Dawson. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That all. That's a, that's a, that's about Dawson. While videotaping other people without their consent. Yep. That's all. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. That mm-hmm. all works. Yeah. That tracks. That tracks. That tracks. Uh, yeah. So I I remember when the first season of the show came out. I had friends who watched it, and I was definitely not allowed to watch it because my mom and dad heard one thing about Ms. Tamara Jacobs, and she was. They were like, oh. "You're not watching that trash at all." This is, I mean, this this has been a through line of, the, there have been uh, multiple people who have guessed it who have told me that this show was banned in their house. Oh, yeah. uh, like, and that's, that's just like, wow. Because again, that's an absolutely absurd storyline sure. to just put into the first, it's very bold as well. Like a cancelable uh-huh. storyline, at least in 1997, oh, yeah. at least in 1997, maybe even still now. I don't know. TV's kind of crazy now, but (laughs) (laughs) the idea that parents heard about it and they're like, never in this Mm -hmm. house are you allowed to watch Dawson's Creek. Yeah, it's such like a thing of like the the leftover bits of Reaganism because my parents are actually genuinely liberal. Like they, they aren't they aren't like super strict. Like we were allowed to do stuff. It was but it was like. My mother also hated television. She thought it made you stupid. So, like, we had a very yes. limited... It was all limited. But, like, yeah. I remember being like, there's no... I'm not even going to ask. Like, that, yeah. <laughs> that's just going to be... It's the, not a chance. Yeah, yeah it's not I a chance. I don't want her to know that that exists on television because then yeah. she's going to look closer at the stuff she is allowing me to watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you just so you just were like, I'll let that slide. Yeah. Not worth not it. Not worth it. Not worth it. And then I went to... I'll catch season two. Yep. Randomly. When I'm in New York. And then I had a friend who loved it. And so, I watched, like, a lot of season two with her. Although, I... I, you're fresh to it, right? So I don't want to ruin anything. Yes. So there's there's one storyline in season two that I remember very well for obvious reasons that you will realize when you get to it. Um, and the rest okay. of it is just like, it's gone. I have no idea okay. what happened. <laughs> in one ear, yeah. out the other. <laughs> did not stick around Absolutely very long. Not. <laughs> Are you watching Felicity? Oh, like, I mean, definitely watch Felicity. Yeah, that's more. That's like. Yeah. Well, also, she went to UNY. The freshman year. Oh, clever. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. For her freshman year. And she stayed in the dorm that I lived in. So, like, her fake dorm was on Fifth Avenue and 10th Street, and my freshman year dorm was on Fifth Avenue and 10th Street. So she was. Oh, so you had to watch yeah, it? Yeah, we had to watch it. It was it's like mandatory. Yeah, Felicity was very big. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, for especially i mean you're going to uny exactly. I mean, there like, i am you're... in new york i'm having the exact same experience that carrie russell is yes. i'm also fucking scott speedman and scott foley i have multiple scots on the on, on the blower i don't yes. know which one to go to when the town is just littered with scots and you're going through and them all you're having a blast living your ny best life commonly hot i don't know why yes. like the number of hot scots in 1998 was sky high peak scott peak scott <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your hair, your hair is permed. Yeah, you know, exactly. you're, you got those bouncing baby curls. You're just living pads, your best life. Like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go ahead and dive into this okay. insane episode. Okay, so so every episode of Dawson's Creek for people listening, every episode of Dawson's Creek, uh, the opener is like foreshadowing of the episode. Mm-hmm. You know, based on what Dawson's watching, whatever, you kind of get the idea of what they're going to be going through. This episode opens up on uh, da- uh, Dawson and Joey watching. Kevin Williamson's written uh, screenplay turned to a movie, I Know What You Did Last Summer, on the Sarah Michelle Gellar death scene. Mm -hmm. I have to imagine that this was some intentional cross-promotion. Buffy's out at this point. Sarah Michelle Gellar's huge. That's corporate synergy right there. Yeah, this is good. This was th- there was intention within yeah. this, uh, in which I lo- I love. I know you did last summer. I'm assuming I've never, never seen watched it. <laughs> would, would never dare. No. Uh, so. I know I know basically so. what happens in it because of just the lore. But like I no never absolutely not. Yeah, not a chance. <laughs> so <laughs> Joey gets spooked, much like Paul turns this off. Go. I, 
matter of fact, after talking to you for, for this time, I'm like, you probably just give that same speech when somebody's like, do you want to watch Insidious? Or like, you know, like, no. First of all, what do horror movies even give to society? They're pointless. <laughs> I, Real life is dangerous. I don't need to watch movies about dangerous evil. That is exactly what I say. Although I, I do pull back on that. I don't see the point. I know the point of horror movies. I understand why people like them. I don't think that they are sure. indicative of like a deeper mental issue that Joey seems to think. That yeah, she went on a very weird tangent. I get that some people like find comfort in like, oh, like I, I like being scared or whatever. It's just not me. Yes. I had a I had a conversation with my now husband when we were dating because he yeah. also we will later find out that Dawson thinks it's funny to scare people. And my husband also yes. briefly thought it was funny to square, scare me. And by briefly, I <laughs> very mean he briefly. thought it once. <laughs> it's like I will literally <laughs> punch you if you do that again. Like I will. Don't ever. ever do, like I'm not fucking kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not a fan of I like spookies on my screen. Sure. Yeah. But what what Joey experiences in this scene, so they you know, first of all they she throws a horror movie mask mm -hmm. on Dawson, which I, again it feels like foreshadowing. Everything I see that sets Dawson up to look like a serial killer, I'm like storing that into my memory yep. bank. Yep. Um, and so they go on this back and forth kind of conversation about, you know, serial kill, um, uh, horror movies of efficacy mm -hmm. and if they're their place in society. And then they stop watching the movie and they turn the news on and they get an announcement that there is a serial killer yep. called the Lady Killer in town. And again, I'm like, oh my god, this episode is—it's everything. It's—it's it's all, it's all happening. It's everything it's is happening. happening. It's all happening. It's—it's—it's it's, it's all happening. I'm peeking it's too everything. early in the podcast. <laughs> yes, it's like—it's—they're—they're they're meeting. Like, it, there's a there's a convergence happening. So the news announces there's a serial killer called the Lady Lady Killer, and my theories are all—I'm getting vindication while I'm watching this and everything. And then what happens next sets up the tone for the entire mm -hmm. fever dream of an episode. Yes. The camera pans away from Joey, and Dawson's just off the bed. Mm -hmm. Can Dawson teleport. Paul, I don't. Is, I don't is know. Is Dawson Nightcrawler from the X Men? <laughs> Paul, he made his way from on top of the bed next to a person, elbow to elbow. Uh, right, to gone. They were practically cuddling. It's a, a normal size. It's a double bed. bed. It's a twin. A twin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's not a California not King. A, He's not all the way on the other nope, side. Nope. A couple of snack bowls in between Absolutely them. Not. They're elbow to elbow, and then all of a sudden. He's gone. And this is before the, those memory foam mattresses where you could put a wine glass on the bed and jump up and down on it and not this make... This is way before... This way is before a posturpedic... This is a spring mattress. The clapper was the height of, like, bedroom <laughs> technology at this point. He disappears. And this also kind of traumatized me and triggered me a bit because my cousins used to do this so much when I was a kid. You, like... It's like a sleepover at your grandparents' house or at a cousin's house, and you go to the bathroom and you come out and all the lights are off and everybody's gone and scattered and hid, oh hid places. And you have to walk around the house like, all right, guys, this isn't funny. <laughs> this is I'm not I'm not scared, but like I'm gonna tell. <laughs> like, so that moment of her, you have to like try to lie to yourself, like, I'm not even scared, yeah. Dawson. Like, <laughs> you might as well just come out now because you're not gonna scare me, but you're you're terrified of inside. Of course. And then he she she he's she looks over the side of the bed because I don't know she had, there's only so many places he could mm -hmm. be and he slides out on a skateboard mm -hmm. with a mask that has eyes within the mask mm -hmm. that are like bloodshot scary yeah. eyes and I screamed I, I screamed the first time how could you not it's a legit scare yes and, and I and, and you're watching a teen drama you're not expecting and also we know that Dawson is capable of murder like, absolutely is this where Joey that might have played a role in my fear <laughs> I was like he's gonna do yeah. it and I was like this is the moment <laughs> It's funny because I actually like James Vanderbeek as an actor. I don't know if you've ever seen sure. uh, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. I did. He, I think he's hilarious in that. I think he can be very charming. He is not Devoid. charming in this. 
at all. It's the opposite. Yeah, he's the antonym of Charlie. I have a theory, and I'm curious to your thoughts on this theory. Please okay. lay it on me. So as we know, Kevin Williamson created the show. He has stated that it is semi-autobiographical that, and the relationship that he had with Joey is based on a relationship that Kevin Williamson had with an actual girlfriend, a friend who was a girl, yes. right? Kevin Williamson is gay, homosexual. Do we think that Kevin Williamson just literally wrote the exact relationship he had with a girl and thought that his relationship with a girl was exactly like a heterosexual male's would be? Because if wow. if Dawson is just an incredibly repressed homosexual, <laughs> a lot of his actions become, I'm not going to say normal, but like a yeah. lot more under, like his like weird stuff with sex. Like, why is everyone yes. obsessed with sex? And it's like, it's like wow. because he desperately wants to fuck Pacey. <laughs> and he's like, I. But he lives in this small conservative, small conservative town. town. You know, he could ne- he knows Can he you could imagine never. what Jen's grandmother would say? Jennifer! Dawson oh is God. sucking Pacey's cock out of the front door. Like he, like he, it, 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 but it, like I'm like I think maybe that was wow. it. He didn't know how heterosexual men actually interacted with girls. So this is just a repressed homosexual. Wow, wow. The more I, you know, Paul, it, this is another, this is another scenario where I think that that's giving this show too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Where I'm like, that is, wow, that would be fascinating. But I know the finale of Dawson's Creek isn't Dawson coming out of the closet or owning his truth. or That's not the thing. But also, Kevin Williamson, because he is not a heterosexual man, might not even understand the way to portray it. Right. Spoiler alert for later in the episode. They have, like, Jen's new boyfriend ask Dawson for advice. I'm like, that's... That would never happen. That never happened. And I feel like that's gay straight. Nothing, that's ever. like no one would ever <laughs> do that. No, maybe he just is like he just doesn't know how to have relationships with people Perhaps. because he's a sociopath. Perhaps. Maybe, maybe, maybe Kevin is. Williamson is it because that just TV show anything. <laughs> I know you got to progress the story, but that just would never just happen ever, ever. <laughs> or bring them to your house for the date for the second the time. Second this time. Is, <laughs> he's like, this is the last chance, man. The last time we went on a date was ruined. <laughs> Because you were there. So let me ask your advice on how to do, do it, it again, again. Yeah. for a second yeah. time. And then you're going to be there again. Yeah. Yeah. It just it just would never happen. It, everything about this is a fever dream. <laughs> this this episode was absolutely insane. The beats don't make any sense. No. The decisions, the choices that get us to the next scene don't make any sense. Nothing makes any sense. And, Paul, it's May. <laughs> it is. It is. So Cinco it's not even 13th. like you forgive it. <laughs> You know how you watch? You might watch, I don't know, Malcolm in the Middle or sure, something, yeah. and you're like, it's the Halloween episode, and it's Halloween, it's fall. So you can forgive things. <laughs> oh, that's a ghost, yeah. or was it really a ghost? Or sometimes in shows in the 90s a lot, there would be like a Christmas episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then an old man is there, and then it turns out that old man's Santa Absolutely. Claus, what? And he just disappears yeah. at the end of the episode, and you're like, that's, we live in a world where Santa Claus exists? I don't know, it's Christmas. Yeah. And, you, and your parents are like, that's Wilford Brimley, and you're like, who's Wilford Brimley? You know, like, it's that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, so you're able to suspend reality in those moments, but again, it's Cinco. De, this <laughs> premiered on Cinco de Mayo, and so you're just like drunk on Jose Cuervo, yep. and you know you you got carnitas dripping from your chin, and you're like, what? What am I watching? I'm also fascinated to know because I don't remember this, but like this this does take place in Massachusetts, right? Yes, there has been no seasons, and I presume this is taking place over the course of the entire sophomore year. Should right? be. So, yes, should be. There hasn't been one speck of snow <laughs> on this entire show. Paul, Paul that's another situation. I, I, got, I, got, I got a sound effect just oh. for that. Creek oh. logic. 
<laughs> it's just creek logic, just, Paul. You know, the sun does what it wants yep. in this town. The the seasons do what they want. The time jumps can be from one episode, three le- three episodes later, it's been a week. Sometimes one episode, three le- episodes later, it's been six yep. months. There's no there's no bearing. There, you know, this this yep. this episode this show exists in a fluid yep. universe. One of my notes on this is this episode is unhinged. And I think that we have to realize like this entire show has detached from our reality. Like Absolutely. We are, we are in the wilderness. Yes. And I'm and I'm so deep on my journey as as a young paddle wand. Yeah. It's a it's a word I've made up paddle like like with a creek. Right. I, uh, paddle that's good. That's good. You're on like a walkabout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as I make my way to becoming a full fledged professional creaker, mm-hmm. I'm finding myself each episode becoming more and more lost, looking for branches to grab yeah. onto yeah. to keep me some way bared in reality and really what i need to do is just escape is accept that there is there's just no way to grasp onto logic or reason or anything because this show exists in a world where any logical decision a person will make in a relationship mm-hmm. with a friend or a, 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 a you know a loved one is the opposite the antithesis of what yeah. somebody would do in this real life this show is asking you to take a leap they're, they're asking you to believe that you can fly like peter pan yes like and Absolutely. like and you might think what if i fall but you know Alvin, what if you fly? There's no room for doubt in Cape Side. You just have to jump fully into the creek and believe. You have to believe in the creek, much like Jen's grandmother believes in Jesus. <laughs> That's that level with of that faith same reverence you need to get. With that same reverence, you need to, this, the creek needs to be your Lord and I, Savior. By the way, my favorite character on the show is Grams. She is. Oh my God. I mean, she's so campy. She it's is, like she's she's like. A, a caricature of a conservative woman from yeah. the 17th century, but in She's 1998. almost in, like, um, uh, uh, Salem. Like, I'm, I'm ready yeah. for her to be like, Jennifer, <laughs> I saw Goody Proctor with a devil, you know? Did, did you bring a microwave into this house? I do not believe in such sorcery. You're like, what? The-? She's like, the Amish are far too technologically advanced. <laughs> yes. yes. First, and also, like, take your husband to the hospital. Why is he just at... He's dead. He's She's dead. He needs to be in a hospice or something. Absolutely munchhousing by proxying her husband to death. There is no doubt in my mind. <laughs> they just tuck this old man away in the room. He pops in every like six episodes yeah. and they're like, yep, he's still dead mm-hmm. in there. Doesn't move or talk or anything. It's the most strange situation. <laughs> and the premise of this show is that she's moved into town yeah. to help take care of her grandfather. And really, I would posit that no one's taking care of him. Who? Who like when she walks into this episode, suddenly there's pills on the floor. I'm like, are we giving him pills? <laughs> what is happening? And are we just gonna scoop those floor pills up back in the floor bottle pills. and just give him floor yeah, pills? I mean, like, but he's practically dead anyway. What's a, a couple rug fibers gonna be the thing that does it? You know, like. <laughs> yeah. How about you get off your yeah. ass? How about you do something? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> After the credits of Jan Arden's uh, Heart is in My Hand. Heart is which, in my hand. <laughs> after that, after that uh, music, we uh, now jump into Capeside High School. Uh, Dawson and Pacey are walking down the hallways discussing Dawson's love of Friday the 13th. You know, again, favorite night of the year. What are you trying to say here, Dawson? I mean, it's Friday the 13th, and we got a serial killer within striking distance of Capeside. You just going to treat this like every other night? Yep. Come on, no midnight seance, no corpses falling out of the cupboard. No. Nope. <laughs> Funnel, man. <laughs> Sucker. Paul, in any other, in reality, no. Friday the 13th would go more like this. 
we're walking down the street. I go, hey, Paul, you know, how you doing, man? Uh, you know, uh, did you see uh, the, the, the latest documentary on Netflix? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. And, then, and then it's like, oh, man, oh, I'm going to be really busy this yep. Saturday. You know, uh, you know, thank God I got a day to prepare because tomorrow's Friday and I love, you know, casual Fridays. And then you would go. Yeah, it is. What's tomorrow's date? And I go, it's the 13th. Wow, the 13th. Wow. Huh? Maybe well. I'll be careful of black cats. <laughs> not- yeah. Ooh, maybe the, hope the moon's not yeah. full. Ooh. And then we go get Starbucks and we continue on about our day. There's no we, like, festivity. Th- th- there's nothing. Like For your international listeners, please do not think that we do this in America. <laughs> this isn't an American tradition. <laughs> we have a lot of incredibly <laughs> stupid traditions and incredibly stupid. Flag day. <laughs> we, I'm not saying that we are without fault. I'm just saying that this is of not course. one of <laughs> this isn't one of them. This is not some like, oh man, it's Friday the thirteenth. Let me have a party tonight. Let me torture my friends. <laughs> like it's insane. Like, it's a Saw movie. They can't get away yes. from him. <laughs> and everyone's giving him license because they're like, well, it is Friday the thirteenth. Everybody thinks it's perfectly normal for Dawson to be putting ghouls in lockers yep. and snakes in cans, and they're and. All of the things that you would allow on a mischief yeah. night or, you know, a Halloween. A Halloween, absolutely. They're allowing on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're just like, hey, man, it's, it's Friday, Friday the 13th. the 13th. It's May. That trumps everything. And it trumps yes, school. it's fine. It, trump, it, it trumps everything. <laughs> I, I believe his parents don't appear in this episode. I also have a question for the writers and how those two fuck demons only managed to have one yeah. kid. That is well, here, hey, let me throw, let me throw one out. You, we don't know how long. I mean, Mrs. Leary has been having affairs. That's true. And maybe they, 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 they do have. They've set up that they have sex so much. Maybe Mitch is impotent, mm. and Dawson isn't his kid. Hey, that's a theory that you should, you should follow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on the yeah. board. I'm gonna tie some red string to that, and maybe, I'm gonna, maybe I'm, gonna, like, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna, maybe yeah. like Mr. Potter, who's in jail for transporting like big rigs worth of marijuana. <laughs> Incest between <laughs> Dawson and oh man, and that would Joey be crazy. We're siblings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm pursuing that. That's on that's the board. On the board that's yeah. on the fuck. Oh, that's on the fucking board. But do you think his parents are out of town because they just leave every Friday the Thirteenth to escape their demon spawn child? Wow, because they, they know. know they know we're gonna wake up. Oh They're man, like, I'm gonna uh, have fake there's fingers. There's blood. The milk. He, he dyed the milk red. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, hilarious. He, he, Great. He paper macheed a fake head and put it in the freezer. I like the scenario that they're not scared. They're just like, I, I just can't, can't, like, I can't pretend to think this is uh, funny anymore. I, Mitch, I know you don't understand. Mitchell, Mitchell. You don't if, understand why I have Mitchell, had, if I have to do another Friday the 13th mm. and he keeps taking these fake yep. fingers and putting them in my mugs yes. before work, I just can't. We need to get away. Can we go to Cape Cod just for a couple of days? For the weekend. Let him have the house. He can put uh, swinging axes on the staircase yep. and all of the things and just let him get out of yep. his system. Mitch, I'm, I, th- I like I, that. I know <laughs> that you, you don't understand why I had an affair, but I think I can explain it to you. And it's because I hate our son. And <laughs> I can't, I can't, I cannot be in the house with him on Friday the 13th. He is insufferable. Mitchell, I looked at the calendar. I think there's three Friday the 13th this you can year. You do anything you want to my body for the entirety of Friday the 13th, provided you swear to me I do not have to lay eyes on the child that we brought into this world together. <laughs> this Damien from the Omen boy that they've created. And everybody's constantly going like, isn't he so smart and a genius? Yeah. And he just is a film prodigy. Everybody has to coddle him every step along yeah. the way. It's so weird. It's so it's fucking so weird. weird. 
So after the locker conversation, we actually cut to right before there's more coddling in the next scene. We cut to Jen walking into class with Scott mm -hmm. Foley following behind her to ask her out on a makeup yep. date. What about tonight? Uh, well, uh, yeah, why not? I mean, I, I guess my social life has been a little depleted lately, so so what time? Uh, I'll pick you up at 7. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, let me guess. Dawson, huh? Dad Dawson. Yeah, you gotta admit, though, the guy does have a sense of humor. Wait, I have humor. I, I Cliff earnestly goes, hey. I have humor. I <laughs> and it was the most embarrassing. That's my line of the creek. It was just, okay. it was so embarrassing and insecure for this guy to be in a letterman's jacket. He's the captain of the football, whatever yep. the thing. He, he's Scott Foley. He's just handsome yeah. as shit. Jawline's impeccable. And because a rubber snake hit the floor and she like for a second was like, huh, that is a funny gag. He goes like, hey, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, um, I'm also funny. And then she had to go, yeah, I, I know yeah. that. I know you. I know you are. Pat him on the shoulder. I know you. You are yeah, funny. You're so funny. Nothing funnier than telling people that you're funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's it's, it's like explaining funny. a joke. It's like, oh, you. Like, didn't I'm get really the joke funny. Yeah, I'm funny. Somebody has that in their. It's in their Twitter yeah. bio. Like, uh, first of all, I love America. Mm -hmm. I'm hilarious. Yes. And if you're not laughing, that's on you. That's that's, that's your, your problem. problem. You should go study. Maybe humor. you just don't know how to take yeah. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should learn how to take a yeah. joke and stop being such a mm -hmm. lib. But Scott Foley's not giving us that energy, but it's still this kind of weird, hey, hey, whoa, I'm, I have humor. It, that Also the way it's phrased, I have humor. I have humor. It's like, and, I, it's, it's alien -like. My favorite line is, is also from Scott Foley in this episode. It's coming up very soon, and I can't wait to tell you about it. Please stop me. Yeah, please stop me when I get to it. If I, if I skip past it, interject and tell me that I, I skip past it. We cut from there to lunchtime. Pacey, Jen, and Joey are sitting around discussing the lady killer in gruesome detail. Mm. Pacey's really going in. He cuts out hearts, he, you know, whatever. And then Jen says the most insane line. This was also back to back. This was almost my line of the creek. She goes, oh, it's really sad. You know, I mean, I, this guy just must be looking for love. What? What? In all the wrong places. He's committed, he's committed five murders. <laughs> five. Of girls that look like you. Yeah, five. Five. <laughs> Not one. I mean, one, sure. Even two, yeah, one, everybody, you, everybody can accidentally one kill small somebody. Decapitation. What's that between true love? Yeah, but five—that's yeah. a pattern. That's intent. That, that, yeah, yeah, that's intent. That's, that's intent. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. If he was looking for love, the search continues, <laughs> and the search clearly ends in bad things. Obviously. So I don't. And she was so like forlorn, like forlorn, and like you know, I really. Feel, it was like she was talking about the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like she saw this. <laughs> Like he was getting pummeled with tomatoes, and she's like, "He's a good person. Like, don't treat him that way." It's like, why are you defending for love in the a mass murderer victim? Does he like stuff sifts through their lower intestine? Such a weird yeah. line. So, <laughs> like he's just looking for yeah, love. It's so like, and it the, the writer Mike White wrote this. Mike White wrote Enlightened, and so like he's an excellent writer. Oh, yeah. and like, yes. I'm like what is happening? <laughs> what what, I, what am I supposed? I feel to like feel? when people get the teen. I feel like when people get the teen drama call, they're like, I'm going to phone this one in. Yeah. You know, you just got to bup, 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 kiss. Yep. Like, and then whatever you got to do to get to those beats of a teen drama, yep. whatever. He asked the ex-boyfriend to go for advice. Yep. You know, we got to get to the, we got to get to the next get scene. To the seance. We're, we're all <laughs> aimed for the seance. Yeah. So however we get there, it's just how we yep. get there. And they're going to eat it up anyway. All the teens are going to eat it up. 
They are not going to question it. Wrong. Mike White, it's, it's two decades <laughs> later, and a 29-year-old man is dissecting your flaws piece by fucking piece. You, you, you fucked up, Mike. You this fucked is not up, okay. and I'm going to continue. <laughs> this is not okay. <laughs> so, not how humans so, uh, <laughs> so So uh, while they're all having this discussion around the uh, cafeteria table, Dawson overhears the discussion, and he decides he's going to sneak mm. up on Joey for a little scare. He can be behind you right now. Dawson, stop it. You're going to send me to the rubber, I swear. Oh, you love it, you know it. Okay. Seance tonight in my house. This one is going to blow your minds. What about no more life imitating movies, Dawson? Well, let's just say that old habits die hard. And old friends die even harder. Probably everyone's doing their yeah. own. It's like a kegger. Everybody at every house is doing their own seance. Everyone is as trying well. to get like their what ancestors do. to come visit them that evening. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but also, like, that's a, such a great point you bring up. Like, what what was the point of the sale? Like, what were you trying? What was the who, who what were, we, were you trying to raising? accomplish? Who, 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 who was our goal here? Like, has anyone died? Are we trying to get Tamara? She's seeing if she is she seeing if she's on the on the horn for the night. I just don't know what the like. This is just supposed to be a Halloween episode. It's just supposed to yeah. be a Halloween episode. Yeah. Why are you doing a seance in, in May? It doesn't or like use a Ouija board where you're like, oh, we're going to contact yeah, the dead. even that. <laughs> sure. But like a seance. Even a Ouija board is more like you can just do a Ouija board when you're yeah. feeling adventurous. But a seance is so steeped in like Lore. Uh, Halloween culture yeah. and darkness. And it, yeah. it's a Halloween yeah. thing. It's a Halloween trope. <laughs> so, so fucking weird. So now uh, after lunch, you know, also they had this weird exchange at the lunch table where Dawson didn't prank Jen and she was like, why didn't you prank me? You know, These? I think that again, I think Kevin Williamson is like, you know, this is women We're they're complex emotionally. Sure. And let me show that in a way where it's like, yeah. I know we're broken up. We're in this weird place, but you didn't, you didn't prank me. And so that means something yeah. and he can't understand yeah. it. And what, but it just, it's just she weird. It's just is weird pendulum back and forth on whether or not she wants to be scared in this episode like one to one side to the other from scene to scene yes extremes it's, it's yeah it's because michelle williams obviously great actress incredible, incredible talent. talent you know and she's almost able to make it work <laughs> but it's just like it's like it's just, it's like if you give meryl streep a script yeah. that's smeared in dog shit She's gonna give yeah, you something. She'll figure it out. But it's but if, yeah. But it's it's even it's still gonna be gibberish. It's just gonna be well acted yeah, if gibberish. You zoom out. You're like, but wait, that didn't. But what? <laughs> also, Paul, we're coming off an episode where Dawson and Jen got stuck on a Ferris wheel, and after Dawson, like a weirdo, hoarded yep. in on the date, she's like, I don't want to be this. We don't. I don't want to be your friend right. anymore. And now, one episode later, they're sitting at the same lunch table. She's mad or upset or hurt that he won't prank her like yeah. a friend. She's like, aren't we still friends? It's like, just last episode, you were like, I see what you do when we try to be friends. You aren't you aren't capable. Yeah. Which was, follow your first instinct, <laughs> get, Jen. He can't out. be your friend. He's going to be a weirdo. <laughs> or, like, it, he's going to try to sabotage your relationship. Which he does in this episode, but he kind of gets away with because it wasn't fully his plan. Right. What we will get to, what Cliff does, which is what. <laughs> but it Dawson did pull the strings yeah. on that. Like that is what happens he's, when you keep him in your circle he's as a the friend. Puppeteer. He's marionetting everybody. <laughs> so just get away from him. Just, just believe Grams, okay? Grams is right. Yeah. It, it, there's not a coincidence that she likes right. Cliff. I think she's like this. I just did. I did not want you to date boys. Yeah. I get a bad from, vibe from, from that kid him. across the street. Yeah, I love Clifford. <laughs> 
Yes, Clifford, Clifford Elliot. Elliot. I saw you at church. I saw you at the first church of the Nazarene. <laughs> oh, good in stuff. In a hair shirt, baptizing is... <laughs> young women. I love that. You know, like... <laughs> Such a wholesome boy from Goodstock. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after lunch, uh, we cut to the end of film class that I thought Dawson was not supposed to be a part of. He was supposed to be using as uh, like a study group yeah. or whatever. But now the do- he's he's now beaten down the, the teacher mm-hmm. so much. Keep talking about Hitchcock and stuff that the the teacher's just like just I don't just, know, man. Yeah, just, just fucking participate. Like, I guess maybe you should start just when he walks in, just duct tape his mouth. Just, <laughs> just shut, shut up! up. You're, you're not supposed to participate. <laughs> you, you crowbarred your way into this class against my express wishes. I called your parents and they told me there's literally no way to stop you from doing what you want. There's that nothing they you are do. actually fleeing you this very day. So. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Gold, listen, when Dawson wants something, he's going to yeah. get it or he's going to destroy yeah. it. That's the only yeah. two that's the only two modes that the Dawson only, has. So you should just give him what he wants. The only path is to lie back and think of England, Mr. Gold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you either will teach a film class with Dawson in it or you won't have a film yeah. class anymore because he'll drive you yeah. out of the town. With rumors, lies, yeah. or More murder. Or, or he will kill you. Yeah. And no one will find you. Yes. Because he will eat it. <laughs> or he'll like house of wax. The props yeah. in his room are actual, actual people. people. Yes. He like make he like strips the bones <laughs> and the guts and just makes you into yep. props. Oh, man. I have so many theories about Dawson. <laughs> so uh, this actually after lunch is the scene where um, uh, Cl- uh, Cliff comes up to Dawson and does that okay. very weird like not a thing so that people do. So this is my line. This is my line of the, line of the week. Please, please. He's. Her, he, Dawson for once acts a little bit like a normal human being and is like, I don't think I should really be involved in this. And it's like, oh, oh, okay, yes. Uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, discomfort. Yeah. like pushes him. He's like, no, really, I need yes. your help, man. You are the most creative person in all of Capeside. And <laughs> Dawson's like, well, I'll think about it. And Cliff looks at him with this <laughs> doofy <laughs> grin on his face and he's like, let me think. Think. We like think. Think is good. Think is good. What? <laughs> yeah, think think is it good. Just... Football is fun. <laughs> Fire good. Uga. <laughs> think is it, good. It sounds wow. to me a little bit like yeah. I, I know we're very problematic. We don't like Joss Whedon anymore, but like it sounds like someone attempting yeah. to write Joss Whedon's dialogue without yeah. like think think is good. like it sounds like proto Buffy. Yeah, but yes. it doesn't yes. quite hit the right bullseye. You know. It's like it's like you took it and you. It's like when uh when uh Borat was out and, and you know like uh very nice yeah. or not that it's like sometimes you can drop it in the wrong yeah. spot. <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't work. Like <laughs> even at the peak Borat, a knot could still get a laugh, but you could also put it in the wrong yeah. spot and it's, it's not, not funny. funny. Yeah. And that whole thing, like you know, uh, in the Hercules cartoon movie, they do a thing where it's like you know, if Hades finds out that we didn't kill Hercules. We're gonna die, and then he's like, "If, yeah, if, if it's, it's good. good, and it's like that, it yeah. works there." But th- think, think is, is good. good. It's it, like, it, it, what? It looked like it looked like Cliff asked him out on a date, and Dawson said he would think about it, and he was like, "Think <laughs> is think good. Mm, Maybe think. we can fuck later." Yeah, so it's not it's a no. Not a no, then. <laughs> <laughs> You're not not Very interested strange. in the yeah. D. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after that, they go off camera for the advice. Yeah. And then we cut to uh, Jen out in the uh, hallway right after mm-hmm, the scene mm-hmm. where she finds an absolutely bone chilling letter in her locker room, in her locker. It is it is it is really like the marker was le- yep. left on the page. So it bled and it says, you're going to die tonight and dies in all capitals. So hilarious. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's like, what is so first? My first thought is like, is this Dawson's way of like now uh-huh. I'm going to you wanted you wanted to prank. 
you got right. a prank. And I was like, already, if you take this to the principal's office, Suspension. whoever wrote this is going to be ex- expelled. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a criminal yep. threat. Th- what is this? And then you have to try to explain what your logic was. You know, but it was so crazy. Then fucking Cliff comes around the corner. Every There's so many horror beats in this episode because they want to sure. pay a, a, a homage to Kevin Williamson. So there's all this, like, just the hand grabbing the shoulder. And then, like, bam. <laughs> so right after she reads this terrifying note, she put her hand on her chest. She's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Who, who did this? Cliff comes, and he tells her, you're about to have a very uh, um, completely original and unpredictable night tonight, and I'll see you later. And that letter, don't worry about it. I'll protect you from right. whoever wrote that. Paul, we cut to the most terrifying. I mean, this, I mean, I know you said scream traumatized you, so I can only imagine. We cut to very Jen's house very triggering. after yeah. school. This was, it felt like five minutes of psychological trauma at levels that I just, it was so jarring. Again, this is a teen drama, and it's Cinco de Mayo when this show airs. And she's now, like, doing the scene, Drew Barry, she's on, I'm Drew Barrymore. So she's doing the exact scene, Drew Barrymore from Scream. What's your favorite scary movie? This whole thing. She's walking around the house. She keeps saying, Dawson, this isn't funny. It keeps Mm -hmm. building. She now has a knife in her hand. The person on the phone is saying things about the inside of the house that make you think that they're in the house. Oh, have you checked on your grandfather? They go in the room, the windows yep. open, the closet doors open. There's just too many elements that are like, they had to actually go in there and do something. They had to be in the house they at just some point, threw right? everything at this scene. Like, everything was going to happen. <laughs> and the other thing they did is, I, I don't want to spoil the end of the episode, but the performer that is on the phone, they don't mask this performer's voice. At all. So I'm like, at well, all. I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I know who that is. Uh, yeah, immediately. Right after the letter... And then the phone's like, oh, okay, okay well then, yeah. oh, you, well, jump the shark on that. Yeah, I know like, who it is. There was no masking because that, like, no. <laughs> hey, what's up? Or nothing, no kind of, like, nothing. He's like, hey, hey it's me. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so as we already, like, as we already have alluded to, she goes into the grandfather's room. He's, like, half semi-conscious. His hand mm-hmm. falls on her head while she's, he's like, hey, whatever you do, don't look under yeah. the bed. But again, he has to know that, that she's, in the she's gone into the grandfather's yeah. room. You know, like, it just, it, it's so terrifying. Yeah. And then the hand falls on the head. She runs out. The door is being grabbed yep. and, and yanked. Then she runs out with a massive butcher knife in her hand. Her grandmother comes from around the corner. She could have stabbed sure. Grams. It's absolutely crazy. She's, I mean, and she's scared. It's, it's okay because Grams can only be killed by a wooden stake to the heart. But it could have been, Very sc- true. it could have been bad. Or seeing her own reflection in a mirror or like a, a, a painting that was painted of her 400 years ago and she keeps it in the attic. And if she ever takes the cloth off of it and looks at it, her soul goes yes, back into she, the painting. She, she yes. evanesces out of her body. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Um, so uh, the phone call ends with in front of Grams. Where, I don't know why Grams wouldn't go. Jennifer, who's yeah. that on the phone? Do we need to call the authorities? <laughs> This is like a serious. This Jennifer, is Jennifer. Why do you have a butcher knife in your hand in the middle, running around the house? <laughs> it's, like, it's just like Jennifer. It was just me. The door was. I couldn't find my house keys. Jennifer, why do you I have a knife? I told you not to run with scissors. <laughs> now you're running with butcher knives. <laughs> so, so she goes like, "Who is this?" He goes, "See you soon." Very ominous. Yeah. Like what? what's happening? This, what's the? And I'm gonna. I, I don't want to spoil it either. But I, at the end, I'm gonna ask you what was the end game here. I, I, and I would love to know, like, will, so please keep that I'm in the back of your mind and, and p- yep. ponder on it. Yeah. I'm going to try to, <laughs> so, yeah. I'll, I'll have one ready when we get there. <laughs> so, so, and again, like, th- we have to also keep in mind that all of this is happening and there's a serial killer loose in town. Like, this is not the kind of joke you play yeah, on somebody. there's a canonical there's, serial killer. There's an actual serial killer <laughs> there. 
There's real consequences <laughs> in the real world yes. happening, and you don't play like this. This is not play play time. So anyway, from that scene, we pop in on Dawson at his house decorating for a seance when Joey shows up. And again, Dawson, this whole episode has had this mm-hmm. poker face of like, I don't even do pranks anymore. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Right before he does yeah. a prank, which means he can just lie right to his friend's faces, yeah. you know, with, with, with no conscience and just not be affected anyway effortlessly laugh maniacally psych i tricked you i can't believe you believed me like that's the way that's why i hate people that do that i hate people that are like you know i used to be a firefighter and you're like oh that's cool psych i was just joking you're like oh sorry i believed you my bad sorry yeah i'm i'm the dick sorry Sorry. yeah oh you got me issue with the truth (laughs) trick oh silly silly me stupid (laughs) me i I believed you i forgot you were a liar trust people a lying liar who lies I drive one of those cars. Oh, cool. Is he good got mileage? I don't actually yeah, drive one yeah, of those I cars. I don't know what that is. Oh. I can't drive. Got me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. me. Sorry. You got me. Yeah. Prank Oops. me. No, I thought you drove a car. <laughs> you, you said something and it wasn't true. Good good one. <laughs> so so also to note, there's a he's hanging up a, a doll. And it's mm-hmm. a perfectly tied noose yep. Yep. around the in which like when I see a noose, it's like either racism or serial yep. killer. And I don't think Dawson's racist. He seems like a chill dude. Yep. So that goes into the serial killer yep. file for me. If you know how to tie a noose, you were at the Capitol on and January we 6th. Know, <laughs> like, we know that Graham didn't teach him how to do it from her experience in Salem because she doesn't like him. No. She, she gets no, a bad she wouldn't teach him any of her him. secrets. Yeah, no, she's not going to no, tell she him. She wouldn't so teach her any witcher butchering, witch butchering yes, secrets. Yes, exactly. She, she definitely does know how to tie a noose, but she would not tell him. Oh, Dawson. for sure. Yeah. But she wouldn't tell no. him. And this is pre-YouTube, so he didn't watch some YouTube tutorial exactly. on how to tie. He had to go get that knowledge from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe the person who we see later on with the glasses, who I'll get oh, into. Yeah. Maybe that's it's a his, good performance. His, he's a protege. That guy. <laughs> oh man, so good. I have a whole. I have. I have, I have notes on that person. So anyway, uh, you know, uh, Joey and uh, Dawson have a little back and forth about tonight and getting scared and everything. Pacey shows up in this fucking Vista Cruiser bus, whatever thing. Pacey shows up. <laughs> And he he encourages all them to get into the van. He's, they're going to go to a store. First of all, they leave. I don't know where this store is, but they leave in full daylight and they arrive at like the stroke of midnight. Like I don't know what. Creek logic. <laughs> it was the next town over. That's where they have the best chips. <laughs> but my favorite part of this is he says, "Get on the bus, Gus." Referencing a Paul Simon song, you know, like how teenagers always did in the nineties. You know, like the young riff raffians yeah, do. Yeah, like they're like, oh, you know, the sound of silence. Here's to you, Mrs. Yeah. Robinson. Like, they, <laughs> get on the bus, Gus. Like, like the fifteenth line of Fifty Ways to Leave Your Lover. Like, <laughs> yeah, no one, sixty-year-olds don't say that. Like, people who Paul no. Simon was was the Katy Perry of their time don't use "get on the bus, Gus" in casual conversation. It's... Everything about the dialogue in this show is weird. It would have even still been weird if he'd have pulled up and been like, this car smells like teen spirit. Like even even that would have been like, that's cheesy. Dude, like, where's my car? It's right here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in the, you found it. Like you know, it's like it's like it, there, there's no way for pop culture there's ways for pop culture references to be done right and subtly yeah. and get on the bus, Gus. <laughs> also, you know, they Dawson makes references to like old Hollywood producers. Yeah. Things that even if you're a film buff in 1998 and you're 15, you don't know who who they are. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's, this reminds me of how Hollywood was when the Black Dahlia murder, murders right. happened. You're like, were you there? Oh, we don't know anything. <laughs> what are you talking? And it's funny because I, I actually like Gilmore Girls, which does kind of this too, but it works yes. better there. I don't, I think maybe because 
Well, it's so wry. They're so they, yeah. It's Gilmore Girls is more campy. Yes. That this show is like we are Aaron Sorkin. Very this is serious we're teen we're very drama. talented writers. Yeah. yeah, Gilmore Girls is like a lot of like you know and they're and being funny and they're, shoulder rubs. Yeah, they're and, like, it's, yeah. they're, they're talking. They're they're just uh, riffing with each other, kind of. Exactly. There's like... no riffing in this show. <laughs> Dawson just says stuff, and it either goes over people's heads or they're making fun of him. Mm-hmm. But it's just there's no like banter. Yeah. It's just people are just saying very long, methodical thesis statements. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then the response is another one of A those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just. It's just. It's insane. Yeah. So. So from daylight to nighttime to get the snacks in the drive, they arrive at the store and uh, Joey has to stay in the car because Pacey hotwired his parents' car in order to steal it from them. So she has to stay in the car. By the way, that never comes up again. That's just <laughs> just dropped in. At the end of the episode, he just he's like, oh, the seance is over. Well, see you yep. guys later. Gets in the car, turns it on, bye. Leaves. <laughs> so I don't even, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that was a prank. Maybe they knew that guy was going to come, which we'll get to. I don't know. This this episode exists in a world where I was like, I don't know who's pranking who, who's in on the joke, if if it's a bit. I don't so I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I thought maybe they were setting her up to get have a thing that they planned. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know what was happening. You just never know. It, this it's it's it's, it's, it's a fever yeah. dream. So anyway, they go into the store and while on their snack mission, they meet a woman who is literally in the middle of a public violent domestic disturbance incident. Like, I mean, it's like, it's, they're fighting each other in a store. It took me for the whole episode to realize what was going on here. This is foreplay. Yeah, they like to get all riled up in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a couple that is, they're perhaps a little um, lower on the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And and I got a real. This was a very. This was a real. Uh, uh, Kurt and Courtney type of yeah, dynamic. Like they you know, definitely. Like he, she definitely punches her husband in the face, and then he smacks her, and then they make a baby like that. Oh, big time. Yeah. And also in a more adult situation, not in this, but she still tried it. She'll go to a bar, flirt with a guy. Absolutely. He beats the guy up, and then they just go oh, yeah. like in the alley. The, they don't even make it that's home. That's the real best. That's their when thing. She, when she had, when he, she can get him jealous, so he beats another man to within an inch of his life. Yeah, and he's still covered yeah. in his victim's blood, and then they can fuck. Yes, that is. Oh yeah, that's that's a Friday the Thirteenth celebration. Oh yeah, big time, <laughs> the big time. The love they made at the end of this episode when they leave mm-hmm. and go back on whatever crazy train they got on. Epic. Epic. Yeah, Epicness. That, that was a, it was like the peak. That was probably the biggest moment of their yeah. life in their relationship. Yeah, she orgasmed no less than three times. <laughs> oh, minimum. So so um they see this happening and Dawson's like, I'm not fucking getting involved. <laughs> he's like, that's he's like my also I love that it showed you that like Pacey's like, should we be good people and like help? And he's like, fuck. Dawson's that, like, man, why, that's their business. Why would we do that? Why would I help go- people? You said good good person? Good good yeah. good goo good. <laughs> Be a good a person. Good, my other favorite part no. of this is that there's a man working in the convenience store very casually in the background. We cannot overstate enough. These two people are on the verge of a physical brawl inside of this place of business. He's like, oh, the Dilbert this week is pretty funny. Oh, okay, cool. He's like, it's just another – this is just Friday the 13th shenanigans. Yep. People people get all crazy on Friday the 13th, so As I don't we know. Get, I don't Americans really are all – Friday the 13th is like yeah. our purge. Yeah, when you hear when you hear fireworks on the Fourth of July, you don't panic. When you see people in domestic violence in on uh, Friday the Thirteenth, it's like yeah. just the yeah. norm. That that just is what, what we do. Yeah, you know it's par for yeah. the course. So uh, so after the domestic di- disturbance squabble, they separate. He leaves. She 
flips him off, calls him a puke, and then she turns Why around. Is this show constantly calling people pukes? And like this show has a this show has a thing where they're it's they're always trying to make the fe- make fetch yeah. happen. Yes. like with a bunch of words, yeah. so many words, and puke is one of them. Walking the dog was another one yes. they tried to make. I a remember thing, that one. Masturbation. Yeah. It, they just they're like we're gonna try to be a moment. That's why Gilmore Girls is like yeah. the better show at being funny because they're just like we're just gonna say funny stuff yeah. and if it becomes part of culture, cool. If not, whatever. It just was right. funny. Dawson Creek Dawson's Creek is like we're gonna try to have a yeah. moment. And it's like and it, it's like you're such a puke sometimes and it's like that's just <laughs> grammatically yeah. incorrect. I don't <laughs> I don't even where what's a what's a, what's single, a single puke? puke? Like what's a singular puke? <laughs> yeah, what's a singular puke? Is are we talking is, if you puke? Is that one puke chunk? <laughs> like I don't understand. Yeah. So, so she calls him a puke. They try again to make this happen. This isn't the first time somebody's been called yeah. a puke in this show. And she turns around and is like, hey, boys, want me to get you guys some some drinks for your party? And she tries to score them. You know what every teenage kid wants for their party? A nice, dry Cabernet. A nice, deep, you know? earthy red. <laughs> yes. With complicated notes. Yeah. It has a finish on the back that's different from the, you know, it finishes sweet. Yeah. Starts off dry. When I was 15, that's there's nothing I wanted to get ripped on more than a than a nice Sauvignon Blanc. I was personally more of a Syrah guy, but I get that. Like you know, I also love in this scene because she's it, it must be a cut situation. Like it's two different shots, but she yeah. goes, "Don't tell me you're not 21." And then they cut to it. Like he says something else, and they cut back to her. And for some reason, the 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 mic must be closer to her mouth or something because she's like. You want me to score you a bottle of wine? And she like shouts it. <laughs> it's like you're and they cut to the guy's like, I didn't hear yeah, that. The at guy's all. still just pricing cans of beans in the corner, doesn't care. <laughs> she shouts it and it's like, what why didn't you just lower her voice in post? Yeah. <laughs> Turn it down. <laughs> this is insane. Would you guys like some illegal alcohol? <laughs> I have heroin. Uh, like what? what? <laughs> are you a narc? Like, is this are you setting us up? You... <laughs> that would have been a good twist. There's so many twists that I thought would have been better than what yeah. actually happens in this show. So many times I go, this is what I thought was going to happen, and this happened, and it wasn't as yeah. good, which happens like every episode. <laughs> every episode, I'm like, I'm like that would have been way but better if they did that. But I love Joey it. and Dawson being incestuous lovers. Oh, that's on the board. <laughs> I'm looking for every episode from this point forward. I'm like, maybe he's related to her. We haven't yeah. seen her dad yet. I'm going to pursue this thread. Yeah. So so um, anyway, like I said, uh, she's, she's sneaking them alcohol back out in the car. <laughs> Paul, Joey, Joey has. There's already been like scary stuff happening. Yeah. The, the scene of uh, Jen in the house was scary. This was utterly terrifying. A man comes up to the window who looks like Kevin Spacey auditioning to be James Vanderbeek. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly and, it. Yeah, I mean, it like, because for a second I was like, it. Is that James Vanderbeek now? Yeah. Like, if it looked like James Vanderbeek got in a time machine <laughs> and went and did this role in the scene, it's like this weird. Yeah. He's in the store, but he's also. It was so weird. Hi there. Hi. What's your name? Joey. Hi, Joey. I'm David. I'm a little lost. I was on my way to Providence, and I, I think I took a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> Providence? Uh, you're more than a little lost. Maybe you can point me in the right direction. Sure. Um, you just take Elm Street, which is this street right here, and you take it a few miles until you hit the highway. 
I don't think Katie Holmes is a terrible actress. She's fine. She's not like an Oscar winner, but she's fine. She can get through a scene. Sure. Yes. But this, yes. she's very new here. <laughs> this, yes. And she does so much shoulder work and eyebrow work. Because that's her discomfort. Yeah, like, I have and to she, be. And, she's very facially. Ch- that's that's her acting she's style. Very, yeah. like, she serves so many faces at every scene. And it, it I was starting to laugh because I think the guy they have playing this creepy guy is doing a good job being like. Doing a great like, job. Like, oh, everyone thought he was such a nice boy kind of thing. Yeah. But she is either underreacting to how creepy he is or overreacting to how creepy he is yes. at all times. There's no in between. Yes. No middle ground. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's either like, yeah, I know. There's a nice hotel yeah. down the road and you can just go to that. Or she's like, um, I yeah. don't know how much gas Yeah, costs. I don't, I, 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 uh, I don't want to tell you my name. Like, <laughs> okay. But the whole time he's like. Dead-eyed, hello, girl. Would you yeah. like to come help me find my dog? Mm-hmm. And she's she's either like, I love dogs, or like, I don't think, and she pulls the hair out, out, of, the, face, out of her bang. Yeah. I don't think dogs you have such be pretty things eyes. that people discuss with each other. <laughs> <laughs> this was absolutely terrifying, so crazy. And then Dawson comes out, saves the day, but not really. He just was kind of like, is there something we can help you <laughs> like with? a robot saving her. Yes, yeah, so, so. goes into the back of the car and he's like, "Joey, he's smiling. You can hear the smile in my voice." <laughs> oh, he, lo- oh, he loved. Oh, he loved smiling the whole time. It. Joey, didn't your mother ever tell you not to talk to strangers? You could wind up in the woods with a tape across your mouth, all tied up. Like, I mean, I don't know if that's what serial killers yeah. do, but like, that, I mean, I he's heard like, that's. Don't you know that statistically a serial killer is yeah. a a white male in their twenties? Like, why do you Dawson, know this? This is Dawson discovering for the first time that he can become erect. This scene, he yes, is, he, he's like, oh, fear. He could, he could hold up a five-pound weight with his dick right now. He is so attracted yes. to this thought, and it's, 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 and it's the, it's, he saw fear, yeah. and he's like, oh, it's like, and he, he's like, oh, wow, that's what gets that's me going. That's erotic, not intimacy yeah. or kissing mm-hmm. or what. I need them. I need to see a look of terror in their yeah. eyes. He did get in that car very much like. <laughs> Oh my God! What are you like? He was like flirtatious about it. Like, what are you, bad girl? Are you talking to a stranger? <laughs> oh my God! He could have killed you. How do you think he would have killed you? Do you think you? Oh my God! Like, he could have murdered would you. Would he have bled you out or would he have strangled you? Like what do you? What would you? How would you kill somebody? <laughs> all of that. All of that happens in the car. He shoes off this yeah. guy, but again, barely. He's like, "Hey, man, you're on, you're yeah. stepping on my toes." This it's kind is of my it was like, "Hey, so yeah, it's like, hey, man, I've been planning yeah. this." For 12 years. This is an A-B murder, so see yourself out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then, uh, you know, after they have that discussion, uh, uh, Pacey and Ursula, who we, we don't find out until mm-hmm. a couple seconds later, you know, he's in, they walk out, you know, she gives him the wine, he invites her to the party, and then comes her boyfriend from the oh, shadows, yeah. and immediately she's like, let's go, I'm coming with you mm-hmm. guys. And they all, they all agree. Yep. They all, they take on Ursula's baggage. She hops in the car. They peel away. This guy's banging on the car. This is a very intense situation. It it goes from zero to 60 so fast. Poor Pacey. He seems like such a nice boy. Can't you just like a a normal girl? I mean, he tried because he did try to get together with Joey, who's borderline normal. I don't know if we can call her normal, but certainly more normal than Ursula or Tamara. Very much so. and it's not illegal. True. All, all pluses. But <laughs> he's doing like a Bostonian accent? Is it? <laughs> yes. Every episode. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much. He's always doing this Walbergian. Yeah. Like, yo. Why, why, why don't uh, we go to back to deal? my house? You know, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, get some cash. We're having a seance. You want to come in the car? We're having a seance. Like, <laughs> 
Why don't you get in the bus, Gus? We're going to have a seance. We're going to open the wine. You're like, what are you? No one else is doing this. You're from coastal Massachusetts. (laughs) You're not from Boston. You're not from Beantown. You're not CT from the real world. Uh, You're just a guy from a mountain Massachusetts I'm going to go completely off topic. Do you watch The Challenge with CT? I haven't watched the latest ones, but I was a big uh, fan of CT whenever I he was on the challenge. Rec- he put Johnny Bananas yeah. on the, the backpack made him bananas. into a book bag. Uh, oh, I can't legendary. recommend enough watching some of the more recent seasons because where they have like Are You the One yeah, people on there the and stuff arc or whatever? of yeah. CT over the course of these this time. He has become yeah. like I mean, he's still a dirtbag, don't get me wrong, but he's become <laughs> like he's a dad now and he's become kind of this like elder statesman and he no longer like oh, threatens wow. to like actually murder people. Yo, I'm gonna camera. fucking smash! <laughs> I'm gonna smash! Wait, there was one episode and we're, we're just, we're full tangents, so I'm in and I love talking about Real World Rover Rules Challenge. When he fought the guy who goes on to become his partner at some point, I think his name's yeah. Adam. Uh-huh. And he said, they were like all trying to stop him. First of all, he's built like. A, a buff bear like a, like, like an there's MMA no fighter. definition like, but it, like, yeah like it, it's all muscle mm-hmm. but like oh it's crazy and he goes they go hey man like you won the fight he's scared you was like of course i won the fight i won every fight i'm gonna smash his head and i'm gonna <laughs> eat it and you're like that's a this is legit like ct impression <laughs> yes oh i've watched it so yeah. many times I, I love i watch ct compilations yeah. but he is such a i was like this is the remnants of viking dna yes like a, a person who like doesn't exist for logic nope. or what he's like, I'm going to beat you at being the stronger, more dangerous human yeah. being. And then I'm going to kill you because I've defeated you. And now he's like, kind, he's mellowed and yeah. he's like kind of like, I, I never liked him before because he was so unhinged that you're like, I'm, I'm yes. genuine. Like, I don't ever want to see you. I don't know what you're capable yeah. of. <laughs> and now he's like mellowed and like, you find out, like I found out later, like that, that, that particular clip was like around the time his brother died unexpectedly. So he was like, Oh wow. Had, yeah. Should not yeah. have been put into the reality TV boiler room at that time in his life. For sure. And now he's like, like this old dad bod guy who's still winning. He's still, he's yeah. still, he's still a beast, but he's like people, chill about it. He's like kind of chill. And he's like, Man, these kids, you know, they're like, they get so worked up about things. It's like, I'm fucking CT. Like, what, you're not going to beat me, you know? <laughs> I love that. No, no, I'm definitely going to have to check out Real World Real, Real Rules Challenge yeah. now. But yeah, uh, Joshua Jackson is very much doing every episode. He's like tinkering. It's almost like he worked with a dialect, co- a dialect yeah. coach, and they were like, we're not. And then Ke- he showed up on set, and Kevin Williamson was like, yeah, it's not really important to do that. And he's like, well, I mean, I paid for the dialect coach, so I'm going to do the yeah. accent. And it's like. But it, it has no bearing on the none. story. And I'm like, you're Canadian. <laughs> so it's not like yeah. he was from Boston. They hired him. That's just how he talk. It, it's. I mean, it. He's doing yeah. that. That's a choice. I, I, I will say it's consistent. So it's. it's oh, yeah. A, Every episode he's doing. He's not dipping in and out of a yeah. Boston. He's committed to like, we live in Massachusetts. This is my choice. So I have a, I have a <laughs> Massachusetts accent, yeah. even though I'm yeah. Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I do commend him in that way, but it is weird because nobody else no, is doing yeah. that. And they all canonically grew up in the same small town in coastal Massachusetts. <laughs> Grams is doing like Boston, Boston but like Salem from 1542. <laughs> yes. How, how dare you? A witch is in our presence. Like it's totally different thing. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so like I said, Ursula is now part of the posse. They've escaped from the, you know, quick trip gas station or whatever. And back at Jen's, Cliff arrives to pick up Jen for her date with, and Grams is just smitten. Are you Clifford Elliot? 
Hello, ma'am. I found this mail on your porch. Oh, thank you, Clifford. Oh, I've heard a lot about you. Quarterback, top of the honor roll, and I see you every week at the First Church of the Nazarene. Grimes, you're drooling. Oh, and doesn't our little Jennifer look pretty tonight? Yes, ma'am, she does. Goodbye, Grimes. <laughs> you two kids have fun now, and have her home by midnight, or she'll turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> okay, I will. I promise I'll take good care of her. Uh, a young Gramps, he looks like that Clifford. My Gramps had a, a jawline like that back in the sock cup of 1923. It was, you know, like, it's this, she's like infatuated by him. Yeah. And she even's like, have her back by midnight, but like, or she'll turn into a pumpkin. Not, if it was Dawson, she'd be like, have her back by nine o'clock. And if, he's, if she's not back, I will call the police. Have her back before sundown, or yeah. I shall hunt you down and drown you as a witch. Cliff then goes, she goes, oh, it's cold. I might need a jacket. He goes, oh, it's cool. We're going like 100 feet. I thought he was going to say into the woods. Oh, because I, Because yeah. at this point, we, you know, we know yeah. what he's Something been doing done. the whole episode. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, yeah, no, we're going over to Dawson's house because he's having a seance. Won't that be killer? How many dates have you gone on where you brought your date to a seance? Ballpark it. Like, like huh, let's see. What is more what, 20, or 2021? Greater or fewer than 50? Mm, fewer. Fewer for fewer, sure. Fewer for, fewer okay, for I, sure. Greater or fewer than 25? Oh, fewer for sure. Still fewer, fewer for sure. Fewer. Okay. Still greater, fewer. Still fewer. Still fewer. Greater or fewer than 10? Mm, yeah, less than 10. Less, less than 10. Less than 10. Less than 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I would say right around uh, zero to three. Okay. Is how yeah. many I've done. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's the same for me. Yeah. I when I bring my my dates yes. to their ex's house for activities, mm -hmm. and this might be this What's might your be strategy? a gay, yeah, let me, yeah, this might yeah. be a gay straight culture thing okay. here. But um it is definitely for an orgy. That this is like, look, I it's, don't date this person anymore, yeah. but they're great in the sack. Yeah, so it's gonna be a good time all around. So if we're doing this, like, yeah. let's get the tarp and the bottle of lube. And yes, like, and let's, let's just go just, for it. Let's have a blast. Let's cover tonight. the living room and let's like do horrible things to each other. Yes, Paul and Paul, yeah. that's a thousand times more understandable. I'd understand if they all went to that house and fucked each other more yeah. than. Going there for a seance. If it was a key party, absolutely. I, that makes a thousand times I more sense I understand. Yes. I know why we're here. We're all, we're all humans. We like lust. We like to have a good yeah. time. We're here. It's purely physical. The, the emotion with this ex isn't there anymore. You have them. I'll have them. Yeah. We're all just having each other. We can having high five a, each other in the middle of it. Yes. You know? It's all <laughs> just keeping, it, keeping it light. A seance, and it's just so weird. And this is the advice that he got. And he thought it was a good mm -hmm. idea, Cliff. Yep. He... Dawson thought on it. He liked his thought. And this was the thought. Thinking is good. Thinking is good. <laughs> and I'm going to come. You're having a seance tonight and, and Jen likes to be scared. I'm going to bring her to your house for the seance. Yeah. And Dawson was like, okay, yeah. I mean, if that's what you, it's, it was your, he, he has the puppet strings in his hands. And he's like, it's like, you said it, not me. Yeah. Like I may have planted a seed, but uh, this has <laughs> this grown into, all you. A, into that's a what sapling. This that's the that's the end result of this episode to me. That's the crazy part that Dawson kind of skates away because she realizes that Cliff is whatever. But really, you d he did all of this. Dawson yeah. did this. Yeah, it's it's just it's just absolutely insane. So anyway, they come over to uh to Dawson's house for the seance, yeah. and you know uh uh after Cliff reveals that they're coming, that's where they're going for their surprise date. 
Ursula is serving me manic Courtney Love. Like I said, her energy mm-hmm. is, I'm super into it. She's walking around, looking at things, opening this can of snakes. Oh, I'm scared. I'm, oh, that was funny. <laughs> it's so like up and down. You know, the energy's yeah. crazy. She's a real, like, she's just changing up the energy of this place. She's an adult. She's got the wine. And uh, while all this is happening, Jen interrogates Dawson in a moment to the side about the letter in the phone call. The level of fear that she has experienced this day <laughs> is she has received a death threat in her locker from an anonymous person. Yes. And then someone has called yes. her and terrorized her while she's in her house to the point where she had to grab a butcher knife to like she thought to defend herself and, and also her yes. convalescing grandfather, her lazy grandfather who refuses to defend himself. Yeah. Who won't get off his own ass and protect his grandfather. And her... She thinks it's Dawson, which is not an unreasonable yes. conclusion. And her response is like, thanks a lot for the phone call. As opposed to being like, yeah. you know, you actually <laughs> fucking scared the shit out yeah. of me. I had to go change my underwear because it was, I had yeah. track marks all over it. It wasn't fucking yeah. funny. <laughs> That's the energy it should have been. And instead she was like, hey, good, good one. one. But anyway, so the seance scene now comes. They have a couple of little moments. They go into the kitchen. There's a head in the freezer. Ursula has yeah. another scare again. She's great. She's looking for a wine bottle opener. But I tell you what, they're not. They're, what they're not going to do, they're never opening up that. They cross a lot of taboos in the show. But I, I could tell that they were like, we're not going to have the, these teens right. drinking alcohol from an adult or maybe even by themselves. But no, they've had episodes where they drink beer. We're not going to have an episode where an adult buys kids alcohol and yep. gets them drunk. We can have them have sex with yes. adults and be raped by adults. But romantically. We can't have them drink. Yeah, we can have them be romantically <laughs> assaulted. By yeah. adults, but they can't drink alcohol. That's, that's too that's far. That's going to get us in trouble. Yeah. yeah, that's going to get us in trouble. So after those little couple little moments where, you know, Ursula does a couple more funny things, they have the seance scene. They're sitting around the table. Another fucking terrifying scene, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Dawson does his best true crime podcaster impersonation where he's breaking down what the lady killer does in his very monotone uh, sur- procedural voice. And it's scary. Everybody's scared. And, you know, and he tells this story. And then Cliff interjects again that thing about the mic continuity. He jumps and is like, I have a story. <laughs> Cliff is just so desperate for attention in this episode. It really is sad because I'm like, Scott Foley, you're a devilishly handsome guy. You're 6'2. Yeah. You're good. You're doing well in life. They don't have to like pit you against right. Dawson and you have low self esteem because yeah. Dawson likes you movies. Won. Like you won this. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're leaving you're, in mere months to go romance Carrie Russell in New York City. Like this is it, yeah. Y- y- yeah, your life's gonna be great, fine. man. <laughs> Yeah, your your life's set, man. I tell you what, go to a mall. They'll hire at Abercrombie immediately. You'll be yeah, a model on the great. walls in no time. You don't need to try to like outdo this guy who really enjoys yeah. cinema. You know, so <laughs> he would definitely so, say cinema, <laughs> cinema, yes, yeah, cinema. So Cliff then, t- after Dawson's story, Cliff tells just an awful story that isn't received well by Stop. the group at all. Like, <laughs> I've got a story. It's true too. A woman with a newborn goes out to the country to pick blueberries. Right? She leaves the baby in the back in his little car seat with the door open so that she can hear him if he cries. She goes out picking in the blueberry patch, and after about a half an hour, she realizes she hasn't heard a peep from the baby. Uh-oh. She runs back to the car, looks in the back. A huge snake has crawled down the throat of the baby, its tail wagging out. Oh. Oh. So in major shock, she reaches in, yanks the snake out. And along with it comes all the babies inside. Oh. <laughs> that's not scary. That's disgusting. That's nasty. Poor baby. 
I felt like it, like that moment where like everyone's telling jokes, then you tell a joke, and everyone's like, "That wasn't funny." And I'm like, "Come on, guy!" Like, it wasn't any like you. The other guy is describing actual murders, and he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. And then they made extra sad because they cut back to him after everybody went like, "Oh, ew!" And he was like, he like, like oh, to the side, well. like, "Way to go again, Cliff!" Oh, <laughs> you're so like I felt like he was gonna like fucking Cape Fear, like, "God damn it, Cliff! Stupid, stupid, stupid idiot! Cliff. You're so stupid! Your dad was right!" Like he's like, I thought he was like he was on the verge of that this entire yeah. episode. So and anyway, so from there, it's now Ursula's turn, and Ursula does this. This 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 is a moment again where I was like I thought X was gonna happen. So Ursula starts telling the story about a woman who meets kids at a store and you know they bring her to their house and little did they know. And what I thought was gonna happen was her boyfriend was gonna come into the house right. and it was like we're 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 gonna this was a trick we 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 played you guys and we're gonna rob you. That's what I thought yeah. was gonna happen and I thought that would have been an interesting thing or something sense. I don't know. That would make sense. Instead, it was like, oh, the power went out and she was just telling that story just because she's wacky and inventive and creative and she just wanted to scare the kids with this weird story that's based in what's actually happening, but it's not actually true. And I just came up, I'm improv, she's Second City, yeah. you know, and she's an improv. This 25-year-old woman hanging out with a bunch of 15-year-olds just on, <laughs> on America's holiday, Friday the 13th. Yeah, on the, 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 the nerve for you to sully Friday the 13th really? like this with your yeah. jokes. Bad yeah, form, really Ursula. Bad form. Poor. Yeah, yeah. very bad form. So, so the power the power cuts out. Everyone's scared. And then uh, I, I assume a commercial break happened, but we come back and everybody's like, what the hell, Dawson? And then again, he's doing yeah. the same thing. I didn't know the yeah. power was going to. Uh, this is news to me like everyone else, guys. I don't know. But hey, gang, you guys go left. You guys go right. I'm going to go check on the thing. Let's all yep. split up. You know, that's always mm -hmm. smart to do in yep. a horror movie Even scenario. Even I know that's not smart so to they do in a horror movie scenario. <laughs> It's, it's 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 horror movie yeah. 101 you don't that's what's what exactly. you don't do but they're following the horror movie formula so they they got to do the thing they got to hit the beats so everyone splits up like scooby-doo and you know they run in all kind of kevin McAllister contraptions this is where you really see the the depth of his love of friday the uh -huh. 13th because they run into like like i said i've already mentioned it but an axe swinging across the stairs just casually just a casual axe oh how does he know how to set that up how does he know how to do? Was it anything? a prop axe? Was it a real axe? I don't know. They look could pretty it scared. It looked real to me. We don't know. <laughs> looked real to me. At the very least, it's very blunt. It could have hit them and it might have hurt. You know, these aren't the kind of pranks you pull on yeah. your friends, especially on a Friday where the date just happens to be the thirteenth. <laughs> this isn't a thing. We don't do this. this. Isn't April Fool's Day or something? Like it, it's it's not comparable yeah. to anything. It's just a thing where you just go, oh yeah. wow, huh? Friday the thirteenth. It's the thirteenth. And he's like, oh, I got to pull out my axes yeah. and my, my decapitated heads and my all mm. my props because these are all my Friday the 13th decorations. It's so hard when there's more than one Friday the 13th in the year and then you have to, like, you get your decorations out and you put them up and you take them down. And then two months later, you got you to go back up to the attic, bring them back, bring down the lace curtains, bring down the you gotta pull the, box the nooses out. and the, the decapitated uh, dogs and, and all of that stuff, you know. That's why personally, me, me, Paul, I keep my uh, Friday the Thirteenth decorations very accessible at all times. Like just one in a, in a closet on the floor that we're on the most, instead of tucking them away in an yeah. attic or a basement or something like that, or in a in a shed. I keep them right on hand because you just never know when a Friday the Thirteenth might save, pop up, unless you're keeping track for right, the whole it's year. Say valuable seconds in a Friday the Thirteenth emergency is what that was that policy. Absolutely, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Also, just a fun fact to show just how unimportant Friday the 13th are and mm -hmm. how random they are. There will be two Friday the 13th between 2021 and 2022. Oh. I don't know what day they'll be, but they just you just kind of <laughs> know when yep. it's the day. You're just like, oh, it's 
Friday it's Friday and it's the thirteenth. Okay. Friday the thirteenth. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and yet we got a whole a whole episode portraying falsely fake yep. newsing that this is some mm-hmm. kind of holiday. Yep. It's absolutely insane. maybe I'll so, just start so, listening to Stevie Wonder's superstitious on Friday the thirteenth. Start my own. Like, yeah, <laughs> we have to. We need yeah, some tradition. Let's, start, let's, start to- let's. You know what, Paul? You know what, Paul? Let's take Friday the 13th yeah. back. Let's make Friday the 13th Let's great again. Something. We're going to start having some traditions. <laughs> We're going to start listening to some spooky Absolutely. music, maybe Monster Mash. Why can't you play Monster Mash why on not? Friday the 13th? Season of the Witch. Are we just, why, why are we following these weird yeah. rules? You know, we can do what we want on Friday the 13th. Absolutely. Come on. So, so after Dawson and Ursula fail to get the power back on, even though this was Dawson's mm-hmm. plan, they kind of allude that somebody did something or... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Tinkered with what he, so you find out like, oh no, I didn't make the lights go off. I lied. I, I lied again. in there. Lie, I lied liar again. Who lies. <laughs> I'm a liar, liar who lies, and I cut the power off, but it's supposed to come back on. So somebody messed mm-hmm. with this, and then they cut to like the thing where it's like, yeah. like there's somebody breathing, watching you uh-huh. from the woods. Everything about this episode <laughs> is insane. They fail to they fail to get the power on. Also, him and Ursula have a thing where she's like, I know you like the brunette yeah. girl, and I have a cir- circular. She said a bunch of words that just I aren't have, things. I have a like, sense of this. I'm a little psychic. <laughs> Earlier, she said she had some spiritual sisters that she spoke to in the spirit world sometimes. You're like, is it? Goes to, goes to anthropology did, did once. Someone, did you just you know, like, like, print like, out like, the like, lyrics of all the Stevie Nicks songs and choose 25 words at random yeah. and put them in a sentence? Like, what? What's going on? So listen, I know you have an, I know you have an amethyst crystal <laughs> necklace. But that doesn't make you uh, some otherworldly yeah. person. There Ursula. is one witch in this town, and her name is Grams. <laughs> so after she tells her about, tells Dawson that she could tell that him, her and Joey, him and Joey are meant to be together because of her circular, synergistic comp- capacity, mm-hmm. flux capacitor. He he's like, no, I, I I dated Jen. That's not you know. And they have that whole thing. They then go back into the house where they everyone gets together and pulls. A wonderful prank yeah. on Dawson. I love when Dawson gets his comeuppance. Comeuppance yeah. is one of my favorite things. Where you been? Trying to get the lights on. Where's Joey? She went that way to look for you. You let her go by herself? Hey, Joey! Joey! Jo- Joey? Oh my God, Joey! Don't talk to me. She falls out of a closet, blood on her neck. He lets out. He lets out a yelp, yep. very similar to the one that I had when I saw him slide right. out from under the bed at the beginning of the episode. So it's like, yeah, jokes on you, Take Dawson. That. You scare me. Now yeah. you get scared. How do you I like felt them very apples? Vindicated. Very yeah. much so. And, and then she pops up. Ha ha! Tricked you. And there's blood on her neck and on her clothes. Very, they went very yeah. far. What I will say is, it, again, it's this weird thing where in that moment, I, for a second, I was like, yeah, because Dawson was like, I just do little yeah. pranks. But at the same time, no, no, you don't. Like, this was very elaborate. You cut the power off. You're putting you heads in, in refrigerators. to swing across a stairwell. <laughs> that, that is a super villain. <laughs> how do you even know how to, like, rig that? What's like, the <laughs> trigger? How do you know when to let it go? What happened? <laughs> it's so intricate. He's yeah. jigsaw. He's showing his jigsaw. He sh- in this episode, Dawson shows that he has all of the capabilities to yeah. do things to murder yep. people. He's put it. Oh, I know how to tie nooses. I can rig mm-hmm. traps. I know how to lie to people just like with a straight yep. face. And so you're and 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 there's a serial killer in town. So you're kind of like, oh, if he wanted to be a serial killer, these are all elements that he could yeah. use to do that. 
And he storms off because he's like, this is bad form, guys. I just put snakes in cans. Yeah. Which is, a, that's him. Oh, he's gaslighting yeah. them. That's a, that's a, the power's <laughs> out right now, man. <laughs> that's canonically There's no not power what you do. On the, <laughs> that's a, there's no power on in the house. Oh. So uh, it turns out, but it turns out that that was Jen's way of one more time being like, hey, you play fucking messed up games. You call mm -hmm. my house. So I pranked you. And he storms off. She goes up to the room to confront him one last time. She's like, swear to God that you don't, that you didn't call my house or leave letters in my, in my locker. And instead of being like, first being like, no, he's like, you don't even believe in God. So it would be kind so of effortless. It would, you yeah. know, it wouldn't mean anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Two good actors, one excellent actor and one good actor with so little chemistry. Like, at all. Like, at all. Like, like oh. mashing two koosh balls together to try to. It's weird, <laughs> right? I don't know. I... They're both young, good yeah. looking, and there's just nothing there. And we've seen episodes in this show where uh, Jen has kissed yeah. Casey. You know, she's ha she she has chemistry with Scott Foley and she's not right. supposed to. She keeps <laughs> rejecting him, but they 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 gel yeah. great. Yeah. And the person who she's supposed to be in this love affair with. Nothing. Nothing. Like brother Again, and sister. Gay. Deeply gay. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. Your theory's on the board. I, I'm on. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it for sure. So they have a they have a back and forth. And because I do have to, I have things. I, I do. I do a line of the creek. I do a song of the creek. The music in this episode was just kind of mm -hmm. man. I didn't really love it. But in this scene, this scene does devolves into a fight about why he didn't write her the note yeah. and call her. And then it turns into a romantic scene about. You know, I you, I want you to still do right. those things. I know we're not whatever. And then they go to try to kiss. Bad idea. All this is happening to "Do You Dream" by Mary Thornton. I just thought it was like it was the best yeah. song of the episode. After to me, fifty but ways, an episode of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, of course. After some good old classic, you know, yes, 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 some good old classic Paul Simon. After Paul Simon, this this was my song of the creek. "Do You Dream" by Mary Thornton. Uh, so Jen and Dawson almost kiss. They they they, yeah. they kiss, but it's like our lips touched, but we pulled right. away. And her, she's on a yeah. date. Downstairs. Cliff, this is why you don't bring your. This is why you don't bring your date to your ex, yeah. her, her ex's house. Mm -hmm. And I wonder what he's even doing downstairs. Like, oh, I wonder. I guess uh, got to give them their space upstairs. I'm yeah. sure she's just telling him that you know yeah, she that likes it's all me. Over between the two of them, and she's <laughs> yeah, gonna come. I'm sure, down she's here. just finally breaking yep. things off. She's breaking mm -hmm. things off for the final time up there before she comes down Get and gives me some snack at Clifford Elliot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, so so they almost kiss, but then, you know, they don't. And then they leave the relationship in this weird, unsustainable gray area where it's like, we're not dating, but I want to still be friends, and I want you to still treat me like a friend, but we're going to always have this kind of yeah. weird... It's just unsustainable. This isn't no. going to be... Either you guys are friends and it's done, but you can't have this weird, flirtatious, we're friends, wink, no wink thing. It just isn't... Yeah. No halfways. And in, in this moment, uh, it's jarringly broken up when... Ursula's boyfriend oh, yeah. jumps out from the woods while Pacey and uh, Ursula are on the porch. Did you hear that? There's someone in those bushes. You bitch! You Stay away from me, Pacey! Get him! Get him, Pacey! Come on, get him! I'm gonna kill you! Has anybody seen Jake? I'm gonna kill them both of This is this this episode has gone <laughs> up, le down, left, right, and and there's a serial killer in town. There's now this man who's a, a domestic violence yep. perpetrator is trying to break into this home and attack these children, and 
Then he goes to the side of the house and climbs up the ladder that's permanently yep. affixed to this home because it's the 90s and this is a thing. This is why you don't keep ladders up against your house going into your bedroom window with the At window open. Burglars can come in or people who want to kill you. Again, it's Massachusetts. You can leave your window open for like five months out of the year, and then it's too cold. It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. And you guys live by the water, so you're getting yeah. that breeze off the water too with that cold front. Come on. This is insane. But what's weird is, again, continuity. Creek logic. So he goes up. I'm, 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 this is me giving them the benefit of the doubt. The guy goes up the ladder. But fakes a fake out. He goes to the ladder, makes it sound like he's going up the ladder. So they run upstairs to close the door. They now assume that he's in the house because the yep. window's open. They cut to Pacey downstairs, un- unlocking the door, I guess, to leave I his guess. friends. Pacey's like, these people suck. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. This wasn't no. fun at all. I didn't even see any boobs tonight. Oh. This was boring. And then the guy bursts in yep. through the door. So I guess he went up the ladder, came back down the ladder, went to the front door sure. again. I don't know. Creek You want, creek a, little more, want, want anyway, a little more creek logic? Please. How did he know where they were? <laughs> that's this a great is, question, Paul. That Paul, Paul, that's a fantastic was, question. Is he a tracker? Is he a tracker? This is before find my iPhone, like he couldn't track Ursula on his cell phone. That didn't. Th- that wasn't a thing in 1998. <laughs> maybe. Oh, I was gonna say maybe she called him. I was like, I don't even know if this guy has a yeah. cell. Whatever the version, whatever a cell phone is in 1998. Maybe she was like, I'm at a house <laughs> with boys. And you'll never be able to stop them. They're all, they can all yeah. beat you up. Maybe she said something so crazy to him. That's why he came yeah, in so he, hot. He like, Let's go. Ahead. We're going. Creek we'll, logic. We'll creek logic that. Well, creek logic that. She, got a, she, she went off to the side before the power went out, called okay. her boyfriend and was like, I'm having sex with all mm-hmm. these boys and we're drinking Cabernet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't. They said they'll kick your ass if yeah. you come here. And that's why he came in like that's a bat it. out of that, hell. That, that makes sense. That was a cut scene. Look what I have to look at the. Look at the gymnastics I have to do to make this show linearly make sense, make sense for me to be. Yeah. <laughs> so this is insanity. He goes to choke Pacey, which tells me the intent is to harm everyone Absolutely. in his home. Joey then beats this man with a frying pan. Joey's excellent with a kitchen to, to death. Oh man, I thought she killed she him. She took a it's a she, cast iron pan, <laughs> and then she does that thing where she like mounts mm-hmm. him. And is hitting him repeatedly, which what looks like in the back yeah. of the head, with a frying pan. Ursula's like, "Stop! Get off of him, Eddie! Eddie, no!" And this is now she's all she's yeah. all she's juiced yeah, to the gills. She's like, "I need him seeing to this me level." Off. Oh. Yes, <laughs> so so she's like, "Get off of him, Eddie! Let's get out of here. These kids are weird. Let's go fuck in the woods you were <laughs> spying on us from, you know, like." And that is Ursula, from whence she came. Exit she's now stage left. Ursula she's and now, Eddie. <laughs> After this Eddie, Eddie debacle, the uh, seance abruptly yep. ends. Everybody leaves, goes their separate way. And while walking Jen home, Cliff reveals that Dawson told mm-hmm. him that, J- that she loves to be scared. He's like, uh, Dawson told me that you love to be scared. So it was him who called her and for three minutes, scaring the yep. shit out of her, left her a note in her locker saying she's going to die tonight. And my question that I asked mm-hmm. you at the yeah. beginning, yeah. Paul... What was the end game that you asked? I've thought about this. Here's 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 my theory. Clifford talks to Dawson. Dawson says she loves being scared. Clifford's like, great. Got it. Yeah. Say no more. I'm going to scare the fucking bejesus out of this girl, right? The sh- I'm going to scare yeah, the shit out of her. Cliff, we have to remember, straight A student, not stupid, 
right? So no. he's probably cotton to the fact that Dawson is like itching for a kill. So I think mm. is this an elaborate frame job where he's like, look, mm. I'm gonna do this. She's gonna blame Dawson. Maybe get Dawson mad. Maybe Dawson kills her, right? And then Dawson's out of the way for future relationships I may want to have with girls, right? Because yeah. he'll be arrested then, right? Because this guy, Dawson, has managed in one episode to put Do- uh, Cliff's self-esteem in the, in toilet. the toilet. He needs. To- he's like, he's funnier yeah. than me. He's, he's smarter than looking, me. I could never a have a girl dick, in this town. Like, yeah. all of this stuff. <laughs> it's yeah, all going so like, through Cliff's And then mind. the other side of it is, okay, but I scare Say Dawson doesn't kill her. He, he withholds that desire. Or maybe he kills Joey or someone, right? So he doesn't yeah, kill her. But they get a yeah. big fight or something. Yeah. Jen makes it out. She's going to be so – she's going to be Ursula. She's going to be pri- – the pump is primed, yes. and I'm getting we laid survived. Tonight. We survived We survived murder. We survived murder, and it is our duty to make a new life. <laughs> okay. I'm in, on bo- I'm, in on, I'm in on both of those, respectively, yeah. um, because I find it – I those are easier for me to – this is how ridiculous the plan was if it's what I, what I think they mm-hmm. wanted it to be. If he did this for the sake of flirtation and like, I know you like to be scared. So I'm just like, uh, I know you like hiking. So I took you hiking. If that's his logic, like, I know you like to be scared. So I made you think that a a serial killer was stalking and trying Mm -hmm. to kill you. You love that kind of stuff, right? Want to (laughs) fuck? I know you love Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I just thought that I'd do that in real life. His expression... This whole time, because he he like admits it. Like, she gets it? mad. Yeah, he's like, wasn't it great? He smiles. He's smiling. He's like, yeah, he's like, it was great, great, right? Like, I, I, <laughs> I made you think I was gonna murder you. And that was also a moment where you go, every man in this town, except seemingly mm-hmm. Pacey, is a sociopath, yeah. potentially, you know, capable of murder. Because he came up with yeah. that idea. He put the mirror in the, in the. I think he put the mirror in the closet that had like, you're gonna it die tonight. To been, I think right? that he did that because he yeah. took her there. You know, I, you know, and Dawson's like, I don't and do stuff like that. that's what he wrote on the note. So that had to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Cliff did that. So it's like, this was all your yeah, plan? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so absolutely insane yeah. plan that doesn't make any sense. And the fact that you did it and were able to lie to me, it, like everybody's able to just be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Why do you think? He kept going the whole episode. Why do you think right. Dawson did it? I don't know. Maybe who knows who did it, though? So he had this insecurity of like, why do you keep thinking yeah. Dawson's I'm also creative uh, capable cool. of being terrifying? <laughs> I also, I also oh, yeah. try to terrify women in order to make them love me. Yeah, I can be terrifying yeah. as well. It's not just the creativity of Dawson. <laughs> Other people are creative and terrifying serial Death killers. Death threats as well. are a dime a dozen in Cape Side. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, he thought he wanted to get her all randied up and terrified, mm-hmm. and her adrenaline going, and maybe she'd want to have sex after that because that makes more mm-hmm. sense to me than he genuinely thought that this is what she yeah. wanted tonight. This is what he thought a good date was. That makes more sense than him thinking this <laughs> a was a good like, idea. That that because because to me that means while he's walking her home, he's like, I just showed her the time of her life. I <laughs> she got in a fight with her ex boyfriend. I mean, like, you know the power sports would, analogy, right? Like I touchdown, three pointer, yes. home run. It's just it's just absolutely so insane mm-hmm. to me. I can't believe it. So anyway, like I said, everybody leaves. Uh, Pacey hops in his car, mm-hmm. drives off, and leaves. Everybody just is able to go. I and, think you mean uh, Pacey re-hotwires his parents' car. <laughs> yeah, but it, he did it. But at the store, he made it seem like, well, I can't yeah. cut the car off because it would take me hours right. to restart it. And then he gets in the car and he just is like, 
black black to red <laughs> boom bing bang let's get out of here like he's like it just he so he lied so that's why i felt like they were setting her up for something yeah. to leave her in the car like that by herself you know very strange and again uh uh, uh cliff drops uh jen off uh grams comes out has this weird exchange where she's like oh sorry to interrupt didn't see you guys kissing and she's like sorry grams i'll be right in no 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 please take your time yeah. finger yeah, whatever her, whatever, you, whatever you want to do cliff how about it you can do what you want with my granddaughter, provided you do the same to me right afterwards. <laughs> this is a woman who would watch Jen walking to the house with Dawson yeah. from the window mm-hmm. at every minute. Mm-hmm. And with, with Cliff, she's like, have at have it. it. Yep. Second base, third base. Fuck in the yard. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Release your inhibitions. <laughs> Feel the rain on your skin. So, uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, so back at the Leary house, Dawson and Joey have a heart-to-heart about what either of them would do if the other one died. Yeah. Paul, the bar is on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is on the floor. I was like, what is this exchange? Like, well, I mean, if I died, you'd be sad. Yeah. Wow. Right. I'm going to cry. I, yeah, I mean, the fact that this show is still trying to pretend that Dawson is not aware that Joey floods her basement every time he demonstrates some like aspect of his criminal psychopathy is insane like she can't stop gazing at him <laughs> and he's like would you even care she's like would you even care if i died and he's like that would be terrible <laughs> i would care so much yeah. and then she's like i would also care if you died, like, what is what is th- do you want to sleep in the same bed tonight yes oh spiders <laughs> oh man <laughs> dawson you're hilarious and then they get under the covers together which is also like I didn't have like a girl, like a girlfriend mm-hmm. as a kid, like like you know, like a best girlfriend. Yeah. But if I did, I feel like I'd probably treat them the way I treated my guy friends, which is like, you sleep, we sleep head to foot, or you sleep on a sleeping bag, and like I feel like my mom would be like, if I did have a girl best friend, and even if it was like clear that we're just friends, yeah. there's no way you're allowed to sleep in the same bed under the same covers. L butt to uh, butt to butt to dick. Yeah. Like you guys gonna spoon? Yeah. Genitals kissing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's it's well. We also have to remember that the Learys are. Oh, I mean, they fuck all. They the, they, yeah, they, yeah. Can, they have a very healthy sex positive view on life. Like yeah. they w- are willing yeah. to demonstrate positions for their son. Very true. Yeah. What if Dawson, as much as he doesn't like sex, it's like if your dad plays plays basketball, uh-huh. you just know how to play basketball. Yeah, 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 what yeah. if he's like a fuck stallion? Oh, yeah. But he just but he like resents sex because his parents have so much sex. But he's like a master of the karma suit. Yeah, he knows every position. He's like, no, just take your leg up like this, and yes. like I, I'll just oh. fuck you. This is the whooping come. crane surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, a, but it's like an eye roll. Like, yeah, I can do it, and uh, I'll go up and to the left, and you'll climax immediately. Yeah. But just like, can't we just like watch it? Can't we just watch like a movie? Hey, look, I, I'll do it, but I'm gonna have my headphones in. And I'm just gonna be watching Schindler's List, and you, yeah. and you can finish on your time. I will be, yes. I'll be balls deep in you as long as you need. Okay. Yes, I'll flip it, smack it. Yes, you'll come in three, two, one. Oh, yes, you, yes, you orgasmed. Yeah. But I just really want to watch the movies. Yeah. I don't want to do I really, this. I really <laughs> just want to see the director's cut of Jaws again. <laughs> so uh, they lay in bed, and they go to turn on the TV before bed. The news announces that the guy who talked mm-hmm. to Joey at the, at the car was, in fact, is in fact, suspected of being the lady killer. Yeah. They look at each other, fade to black, end of episode. That's <laughs> So we end the episode going, oh, she could have died. She, she, he, he, she could have been murdered. And he was prowling through Capeside, ostensibly looking for her. Yes. Like she had been targeted by a serial killer. Yes, he picked her for that night. Yeah. 
And then he looked for her after that fucking boy yeah. interrupted my work. Right. Yeah. What if, oh, Paul, what if, what if, what if her boyfriend did find them? Yeah. But what if that wasn't her boyfriend lurking in the woods breathing? <gasps> oh, that was actually the cape, the lady killer. What if that was the lady killer? Oh. Again, this, this world exists where it's like, I don't, there's no con continuity. No, yeah. I don't know what. Could absolutely be it. You know. Maybe he's the one who, who fucked with the fuse box too. Because what? Because that's never explained. Never. <laughs> Creek logic. <laughs> Why have all your contraptions and gimmicks and all your other ones have worked just fine all night? This one didn't. Maybe he's the one who who strung the axe up. What if? What if he's Wasn't in the even house Dawson. the whole time? Oh my god! <laughs> and then it gets interrupted and everybody leaves and his plan is ruined. Like, what? They only they only triggered half of my booby traps. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I would have loved the di a line of dialogue where it's like, Pacey's like, hey, man, I got to go. This is a fun night. But like the axe on the stairs, that was crazy. And then he walks away and Dawson's like, axe on axe the stairs. On the stairs. What? I, my, my axe was back ordered. I couldn't rig that. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even get that yeah. one. Oh, well. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what Pacey's talking next about. Next Friday but, the 13th, you know. though. Yeah, next time. I'm definitely <laughs> rigging an axe. <laughs> it's like, until next year yeah. or next month, maybe. I don't know. Six <laughs> months from now. Who knows? <laughs> Might be another one two weeks from yeah. now. I don't know. Might be back to back. <laughs> It's insane. Anyway, Paul, thank you so much. I would love to know mm -hmm. what your thoughts are on this episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> a summation. A summation. I, look, I love a swing. And like, and like this episode, it, it, it is entertaining. It, Very it much is, so. It is not. Might be the most entertaining episode yeah, of the season. It is me. never boring. Not for one no, single second. At, not one, not, not one <laughs> because second. Because you're like, literally before. anything could happen. Like they they could actually literally kill these four people and have it all be a dream or something, but like like I, like we seem to have that was on the table. Yeah, we have left even like the semi reality of normal Cape Side with the other thirteen episodes of this season, and we have entered like horror movie homage. Yeah, it's a lucid dream yeah. where anything is possible, literally anything, and and so. It's kind of successful in that sense where it's like they pulled it off. Yeah, like and like you have like, you know, Michelle Williams doing a scream homage. She's a very good actress. She makes it work like so it's kind of fun, but it is unhinged. Like you don't try to follow it. Just in, it's a moment to moment enjoyment on the on the episode. <laughs> yes, that's how you have to that. You should not be trying to find logic nope. or even like what's the story of this episode. Yeah. A, a little bit touches on Jen and Dawson's the, yeah. some of their turmoil that's left over from the last episode, but for the most part, this is a this is a bottle episode yeah. where we're doing an homage to Scream. Yep, and I know what you did last summer, and mm -hmm. when a stranger calls, and yeah. like a, a bunch of a bunch of horror things, so that Kevin Williamson could go, "Hey, I know you guys were surprised when I made Dawson's Creek because I'm a horror guy, yeah. but like, this is what I I'm do. I'm still a horror guy." Like this, this yeah. is this is my side project. This is my side hustle. Even though it was episode eleven in yeah. May <laughs> on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> on Cinco de Mayo. De Mayo. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Paul. So uh, before we get out of here, yeah. I like to play two kind of games. Oh, fun. Uh, first thing I like, to, first thing I like to do is I like to play uh, Joey's Choice, which oh. is um, uh, Paul. You are Joey. You are floating down the creek. Mm -hmm. You uh, come across two people flailing in the water. Mm -hmm. uh, one is Dawson and one is Pacey. You can only save one of them based on the storyline, the character traits, the actions that you learned, gleaned, and saw in this episode alone. That is the basis on which who you mm -hmm. choose to save mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from the creek. Joey's choice. Paul, who do you save? Do I have time to swim to Dawson and hold him under to be certain he dies? 
I am thinking about making a third option where you can save Pacey and or Dawson with the paddle from the okay. boat. Just push his head down and and make sure he's eradicated yeah. to save the to world. Save the, because him. I mean, the obvious choice is Pacey. Like he, I mean, he. This isn't even like a strong Pacey episode, but like yeah. Pacey has demonstrated multiple times throughout the show that like he's a fundamentally good person who's misguided yes. at times. Whereas Dawson has demonstrated literally no attractive qualities, not even once. No. I mean, I, I think James, James Vanderbeek is a good looking man, obviously, but like, sure. Yeah. Yes, of course. But so was Ted Bundy. Yeah, right. But I <laughs> would be terrified. Like if I did go to save Dawson, like Pacey would be like, I understand. And like die. And like, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I, I get it. You're still my guy. Yeah, we're we're still cool. Got the Boston you know, whereas <laughs> Dawson, I'm like, this could turn into a, I know what you did last summer situation very quickly. Yes. And I don't yes. want to be stalked. Like the, you still have to get back to land yeah. with this person now on your boat. Yeah, I mean, I I'd like to think I, I would be brave that. enough to go get Pacey. Yes, but I am, as we discussed, a scaredy cat, <laughs> and I don't want to be murdered. <laughs> so, so you you would save Pacey, but you would also be scared that if I don't kill Dawson, yeah. he will. If he survives this, yeah. I'm on his you, list. You know what? I would I would go save Pacey. Then I would take Pacey, we'd paddle over to where Dawson went under and trawl the creek, the creek for the body until I... To make sure he's I gone. I need confirmation on a corpse. <laughs> it's like Jason Voorhees. Like, I, have to, I, may, I have to make sure he yeah. does not escape from the creek. Or else right into witness protection. I'm calling the government immediately. <laughs> that, is, that is a first. That is a first. No, most 90% of people pick Pacey, sure. but your description of which is... The idea that not only would you save Pacey, but you also would take the opportunity to eradicate the world of who is absolutely going to become a serial killer at some 100%. point. One hundred percent. I have to protect the world from him. This is, and I appreciate this that. is someone who his creator named him Dawson Leary, and spelled yes. Leary L E E R Y, not like Mrs. Yeah. O'Leary, but like no, like a Catholic no. priest at a Christmas pageant, leering. Nope, leering. <laughs> Staring at you from a, from a, behind <laughs> yeah. a corner, he's leering at all times. Yes. He's Dawson Leary. Yeah. <sighs> yes, it's <laughs> terrifying. Okay, so uh, Joey's choice. Paul is saving Pacey. That is another uh, scratch in the Pacey column. Yeah. There have only been maybe one, maybe two Dawson choices. Wow, okay, I felt like it really says a lot about you when you pick Dawson. If I'm it, it does, oh. it does. It, it. I mean, it says that you aren't a great judge of character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but yeah. that's a fucking, that's a crazy choice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, one last thing I like to do is here, I like to, uh, you know, get your final thoughts. What was the lesson that you learned on this episode of Down by the Creek? I like to play uh, sometimes user submitted okay. Paula Cole, I don't want to wait covers. And then I like to ask my guests, hey, what is the lesson that you can take away from this? Write it down. We'll put it in a yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah. We'll throw that in the creek for passersby to find in the future. Okay. Paul, what did you learn from this episode of, da of Dawson's yeah. Creek? Yeah, I learned a lot. Um, I learned first that the greatest resource for dating is whoever you're dating's ex. That's where you go first. Yes, because of course, that's, yeah. they know them. Where, where, where else, else would you go? go? Um, I learned that uh, Cabernet Sauvignon is the drink of choice for for, for all sophomores in high school. That is the their entrance, their gateway drug, if you will. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Nice semi-dry. Uh -huh. Yep, 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 yep. And most importantly, I learned that Friday the 13th is an American holiday 
and should be observed as such. It should be a national holiday. Banks should be closed. Schools should be shut down. So everyone can have the chance to decorate their houses, their porches, their ceilings and roofs with the entrails of the dead. Yes. <laughs> of course. I agree with all of these things. I think that was beautifully put. And yes, let's get to work on making Friday the 13th. Yeah. Uh, a na- national holidays yeah. because sometimes there's several in one year and they are randomly yeah. in any month and any, so but they should still be respected as such yes. it's American tradition damn yeah, it we work too hard <laughs> Paul thank you so this was I had a ball me too I would I would love to have you back anytime Absolutely. as well as your co-host you guys are both welcome anytime when, she, when her schedule uh, frees up I would love to have you guys both come on maybe for season two one that is where you got your introduction to the there's, show you're an expert in season there's two there's an episode I'll call right now for season two it's I think it's episode 15 you're in but I will I, I'll, 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 I'll confirm with you which episode it is <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it figured out. You're in. Please, Paul, we'd love for you to take a next, you know, a little bit of time to plug whatever you got coming up. Your podcast, oh. which is great. Uh, fantastic podcast. Love your podcast. Please let people know where they can Thank find you. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I host a podcast called That Aged Well with uh, my one of my best friends from college. Her name is Erica. She sadly could not be with us today. Uh, but what we do is we watch movies and TV from the 80s and 90s that we grew up with. And we discuss how uh, racist and homophobic and sexist it all is. But fun. <laughs> in a fun way. In a way. fun way. We're not we're not preaching. We love all of these things too. We just like want to point out the fact that like a woman hasn't spoken in 45 minutes and three of them are dead. Like it's it, like, we just want to <laughs> we want you to love these things but just to have your eyes open when you watch them. That's all. Absolutely. You should watch with you should watch with your eyes open. Yeah. You guys do, do it intelligently and hilariously. Oh, I love the, I love you guys podcast. You guys are both hilarious and again I would love to have you both on you are a, a, you have become an immediate staple you're welcome here anytime <laughs> by you. yourself as well but I would love to have you guys both on anytime and again thank you so much Paul this was so fun and uh, to everyone else listening see you guys next week Thank you.